Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock! Face in my vagina. You're about to get front face fucked by the front face lock podcast. Mark Bradwell is what created the front face lock. My asshole is split like the Red Sea. Mark Bradwell is who is front face lock. Don't fucking question me. Front face lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. What are you, a fucking asshole? But enough of this palaver. Let's get the show on the road. Everyone and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Talk Podcast. I'm your host Ryan, and with me, as always, is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, the one who is going to be developing a porn parody of the ring. It's in What Detroit? What Detroit? What? How you like this, me now? This, this is a short week for us because we, you know, this is usually seven days, eight days between. This is like five days. Between. Yeah. I don't like five days. And uh, yeah, that's because of the work schedules that you have. You have a, a funny work schedule this weekend. Uh, we got the, Royal Rumble coming, got the Royal Rumble coming up on Saturday, so that's a, a definite no-go. Well, I'm going to be home in time for the Rumble, so I'm excited for that. Man, man, don't forget, I'm, I might be picking numbers tomorrow, so I will get you, you Venmo me. I, will, I want my money. I want my money, Maury. I want Today. my fucking money. Today. Um. Yeah, so I don't have. Uh, I was looking at stuff that was going on in the the world, you know, wrestling world, the uh, sports world. I don't have much because it was a short week. There's some lots of weird news that went on, but there was like two stories that actually happened to coexist with sports and with wrestling. So I don't know where we want to throw them in. And stupid news. So I mean, it's like they're all. Interwound. Yeah, I don't know where we're gonna we're gonna fit those in today. Well, how, I have some wrestling. Yeah, um, I want to ask you how you were. Oh, I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm you know, no complaints yet. You know, I'm good. Thank how you. How are you? I, 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 can you never let me get it out? But how are you? I'm great. All right, I'll see you later. We're done. Yeah, that's it. I got nothing. No, we, you know what? We don't really got to tell nobody about what happened this week. They can figure it yeah, out. They know. AW so, yeah, I, I want you. I want you to to be the lead in, buddy. There's a couple things going on. There's a couple things. So it's mostly AEW stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, Raw's moving to Netflix, which in next year, which is going to be a huge thing. Yeah, 2025. Uh, well, I think it's going to be. Is it just Raw? Is it going to be all WWE? I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that they get they're getting 10 million. What are they getting? 10 million or 10 years? Some shit like that. 10 I million like for five years or billion. Yeah, for like 10 years, right? Five billion yeah. for 10 years. And so, I feel that that's going to wind up including premium events, I think. It is. So what I had read was that SmackDown's going to USA. NXT's going to CW. Um, NWA is technically still on CW. They're on the website and the app. Yeah. Um, so that's not affecting that. Uh, Raw is, and all the premium live events are going to Netflix. I don't. I guess the Peacock deal, deal is done, but 
and I said they're shutting down the the network in Europe and Canada, and yeah. all the content is going to Netflix. So I'm guessing all the Peacock content is going to go to Netflix now. I'm kind of curious though. I, maybe you can answer this. I'm not certain. What is the the whole? Now I understand what networks when it comes to actual networking because of days that you have to schedule. Like so, SmackDown's on Thursday or Friday, and you know, say Fox has their run of the, the shows that have been on that panel at those time slots have been successful for that long. And USA, same thing. You know, that Monday's been their slot. They won't put SmackDown on Friday because maybe USA's got some shit going on there. I don't know. Why not take all the shows and just put them on one platform like a Netflix so that everything is there? And I would think that you would get more money from that than going from three different – like you're going CW, USA, and Netflix. Like it seems like it's a lot of hands in the, the pot. I, I don't know what the corporate umbrella is, or maybe they're all owned by some the same company, um, and they want to get ratings to U.S. They they want you know they've had a relationship with the USA since you know God right, nineteen eighty yeah. something thirty years um, I think right? longer than that because they had primetime uh, wrestling and Saturday night's main event where I or one of the two was on USA, so they've had a relationship with USA forever. Um, so I guess they don't want to screw them over. So it could have been a, maybe Netflix only wanted Raw because it's the flagship show. Uh, it, there could be a million different reasons. So I, I don't understand that. But I know like USA doesn't really have a lot of their own programming. So I don't think moving some reruns of SVU off a of Friday night is going to affect them. So NBC owns U- USA. Which is Peacock. And CW is owned by Paramount. Which is CBS. <laughs> and Netflix is owned by Netflix. Huh. Maybe they just maybe they just made the. It also could be like maybe there's still time left in the USA deal, so they made a deal with yeah. them. They'll do SmackDown. Well, there's no lap, I guess maybe. Yeah, so no it, 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 I mean, in that, that case, if it was me though, I mean, not that I. I mean, look at me. I'm not a fucking millionaire CEO of anything, but I would say, hey, why don't we run you know a five month extension on our previous contract? So that they or whatever, so they could all meet up and the stars can align, and you know maybe we'll give you a little bit of kickback so that you can make this deal work. And you know instead of you getting thirty five percent of the profit, you get forty percent of the profit. And then when that our deal's over, we could all just go to one platform and be done with it. It, it could maybe you know I don't know I I don't have an answer. Who owns, owns well Turner owns T, TBS and TNT right? Yeah, Turner Network so. Well, it's time. It's Time Warner. Time Warner now, yeah, but it was so Time Warner. Well, who else do they own? ABC. No, that's no? it's Disney. Disney owns ABC, and Disney owns Fox. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Um, it's big. It's a big deal. It's going to allow more people. I feel. I feel more people have Netflix than they did cable. <laughs> you know, the the question is going to be, and I think I read that it's not going to have any ads. But are they going to? How are they going to work that with commercial? Like, is it going to be like a pay per view where there's it's just no commercial, no downtime at all, which is be great. I mean, they could probably. I mean, they might have their little commercials that they run in there with the picture. I don't know how they're going to. Obviously, they're not going to have like live commercials, but they might just have sponsorship like ads inside. I don't know. Um, I don't know how they're going to work it weekly though, because. So you know Raw comes on at 8 o'clock or, you yeah. know, every week. So now is it coming out 8 o'clock on Monday night and you have to wait for that and then you can watch it all week? You can watch a past episode? It, it, they, it's not really – I know that Netflix does some shows where they release a couple, like 
like out of an eight episode season, they'll release like four, and then they'll wait two weeks and then release the next four. So I don't know how they're going to work that because it's not going to be. Is it? There's no live Netflix shows. Well, I mean, I was I was going to get to that. Maybe like you know how Amazon Prime is doing live football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apple TV was doing live football or live baseball. Um, so maybe they're going to do something. Maybe Netflix and YouTube obviously has YouTube TV and, and the NFL Network, you know, the pa- uh, package. So maybe Netflix is going to start pushing in that direction where they're going to do live stuff once or twice a week. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's possible. I could see that happening. Um, yeah, we'll see. I guess. I mean, we got a whole fucking year to figure it out. Not me or you, but yeah, they, they, get, they can figure it out. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and wait. Yeah, I, I'm just going to keep watching, and then eventually they're going to go. By the way, we're on Netflix now, and I'm going to, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. No more Peacock. I, I guarantee that it has to be some kind of live thing because they're not going to go back to the tape format. Yeah. Did Did you see the um, the meme of um, AEW signed a deal with Tubi? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Well, because I think they're losing their Time Warner deal soon. I believe so, too. Uh, they're, they're, I'm going to say, all right, so can I just transition real quick over to AEW because I – I watched some highlights. I have a lot of AEW. I watched some highlights from uh, what was it, Dynamite? I guess last night. Oh, why? Because I always go on, and I'm going to give them a cheap plug here. Ringside News, even though their articles are sometimes bullshit and garbage, um, I will go on that because it's just plugged into my browser, so it's the easiest thing. I just type my letter, it pops up, and they do have like a lot of articles, but most of them are bullshit. They'll be like, "Oh, this superstar is going to be." entering you know is going to make an appearance at the royal rumble and it's like someone who's going to be there outside signing autographs it's stupid but anyway so they have the the results of the show and then they have some clips that happen so the young buckaroos they are now like back to being the evps executive vice presidents but they're in suits and they're real oh we're going to charge people for being late you know they're going to get fined for being late and they're real it is the dumbest thing ever. It, so that was on the. I have a bunch from just from mostly from Dynamite, um, and that was on there. So yeah, they're they're going back to because they are the quote unquote last EVPs left. And you know, last week they said they were taking the company back and putting it in the direction they wanted it. And so yeah. now they're trying to be more executive, but it's like they're playing it like a joke too. And then you're yeah, like Nicholas, a, Nicholas and Matthew. They're they're uh, got was it their birth names or. Whatever they said it was. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, you know, like when you show, the, you know, WCW used to do this a lot where they'd show the truck and the producers and they'd have the headsets and they're in front of all the equipment and they have this shot of the Young Bucks with like two little headsets on and like it looks like just two like computer, computer like uh, rack things for like guitar amp things. Yeah. And then like a little tiny TV screen and that's supposed to be them like being EVPs. And they're in a room. They're not like they're in like a fucking. It looks like a bedroom, right? And it's it's like that. Come on, guys. Like this is what you're trying to do. Like I get it's supposed to be like half joking, but it's not even funny. No, which brings me to my next point. Speaking of not funny or clever, and I'm sure this is on your list. There was a um, face to face. That went down between two women talents. First thing on my list, by the way. <laughs> Deanna Perrazzo and Timeless Tony Storm with who Mariah May and whoever the guy is. 
and they have them on stage, and the camera. Sh- oh my god, I can't believe I'm even saying this. So when Tony Storm comes out with her entrance, she's in black and white. I'm pretty sure when she wrestles a matches, it's in color, right? So what they do is if it's both the women in the ring, it's in color. But if it's just her, it's black and white. So they had, so she gets thrown to the outside. They put her in black and white. If they show her just an angle of her. Makes no sense. So anyway, they had her on stage and her entourage sitting in a chair. And Deanna Perrazzo on the other side sitting in a chair. And split down the middle was half color and half black and white. But... The people that are in the crowd don't see any of that. Because <laughs> she's not really in black and white. What? It makes zero sense. Like, I get, like, the entrance. Remember, because Hulk Hogan, NWO used to do I get that. But then, like, cut it off. They had this whole interview of her in black and white. And then when they attacked each other, they were in color. So none of that made sense. <laughs> it was the dumbest fucking thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching fucking Pleasantville. I don't know. You know, this is like, so the whole thing was they, they used to be best friends or something. And Deanna Peraza and her have matching tattoos. And Tony Storm says, you could take your tattoo and shove it up your ass. No, so, she says, uh, bunk, uh, she says like a very, like an old tiny phrase. It was like, uh, the bottom, or bottom, oh. or bottom, bottom hole. I think it was, or something like that. Meanwhile, she has the same exact tattoo. Yeah. And they're fighting. And did you see? So there's a part where there's the guy who's with Tony Storm. I don't know who the hell he is. But Diana Perazu goes to do like a flying knee to him and misses completely. Like wasn't even fucking close. And then he sells how he's getting hit. And this happened multiple times throughout Dynamite where people missed hitting someone. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, they literally, AEW botches on Twitter was literally taken down by AEW. Because, it was a, a headbutt by somebody. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was, I will go back. That was WWE with Valhalla because she's awful. Oh, yeah, she, went to go, she went to go headbutt and miss completely. <laughs> but, yeah, so like but, there, there's websites and Twitter pages that have been taken down by AEW has had them had been taken down that are just AEW botches. And it's every week there's like 10 or 20 new videos. Yeah. Because the wrestling is so bad. This is the company that was supposed to pride itself on being a wrestling company. And wrestlers. and We're not superstars. And the wrestling is garbage. It's terrible. And that promo was garbage. It, it comes out. And then somebody comes out and challenges Deanna Peraza right after that. Another wrestler. Uh, Ty Valkyrie. <laughs> Bye. So... <laughs> this was my next thing on the list, and it, it's, right. it, it, it's involved in this. So Tony Khan gives shit about Ginger Mahal being gone for a year and getting a title shot. Right. Meanwhile, Ginger did win his first match in eighteen hundred and fifty days or some shit. Yes, and not including the NXT match last year. But so then Deanna Prazo premieres in Impact, gets title and, shot, and gets a title shot. So that was the whole point with Taya Valkyrie. Saying, you know, where did you come from? No, you're skipping the line. You're skipping the line. You got to go through me, and then you can go back to the back of the line. But you know, obviously, she's going to lose Taya Valkyrie. But yes. so it's okay that Deanna Prazo gets a title shot right off the bat. Do we? Do we do? Is it just the same 
storylines for the men and the women because the cope open at they had the cope open is everyone going through him so that he could fight Christian, which still makes no sense to me. None. Why does he just fight Christian again? And apparently, I, I was wrong about something because I I don't pay attention that much. I thought he lost one. Apparently, he's oh, yeah. won all of them so far. Well, okay. Because so, he fights jobbers. Yeah, but he fought some Asian dude that no one never heard of before. So, th- so uh, that, that's the next thing on my list. <laughs> I bet you, I, I bet you, I could get all of them in order. Well, probably <laughs> the main event of yes. their flagship show. Copen. Copen. Was a Copen with. Edge versus this Japanese guy that apparently has been around forever and he's well-respected. I don't know who the fuck he is. But there was no... It's like, this is a never-will-happen-in-this-lifetime match. It's like, nobody... Because nobody gives a shit. (laughs) I'd be like, who? Yeah. Like, oh, Edge is fighting Hiram Naku Suzuki. What's... Oh, no, I have his name here. Minoru Suzuki. Who gives a... Nobody gives a fuck about New Japan. I've never heard of that man. No. Um... The Copen doesn't make sense to me. He's fighting people, so he's not even fighting people to get up the ladder to fight Christian. He's just fighting whoever wants to fight him. Well, which ties into the next point. Wait, okay, maybe I'm going to go to the next. I'm going to go to uh, go ahead. You go, and then I'll get to your next your next bullet point because I know it's coming. So go ahead. AEW is bringing back their ranking system. Yes, Bischoff. Yes, Bischoff was bitching about it. Yeah, because it makes no sense. So the whole thing with like Hook getting a title shot is this is this is how they're justifying like Hook getting a title shot or Edge doing this to get it's your record that counts now. Well, wins and losses. Yeah, so you could fight fifty jobbers and be fifty and zero, and all of a sudden you're because even like, uh, go yeah, because uh, who the fuck was it? Uh, somebody challenged just cha- oh, it was Darby and Sting challenged Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the title because they're twenty eight and one or something. Or 28 0, and they're like, according to the ranking system, that makes us the number one contenders for the tag so, team champions. So, are they gonna? Is that the last match this thing's gonna be in, or they're gonna get that match before the last match? It's gonna be before because he wants Darby said you should retire the tag team champion, right? Yeah, um, can I? So, you can fight 50 jobbers, be 50 0, and you're gonna get all right. So, I'm just gonna go by how we're gonna do this ranking system. Obviously, the people that people want to go see, right, are going to be booked more often than the ones that people don't want to see. Yeah. So how is it fair to the other employees of the company that they may be 3-0 and and Edge is 75-0 and when they didn't get the exact same opportunity? Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, which brings me to my next point, which is probably your next point. Let's see. Hook. Hook. Was that close? Not the next one, but it's on there. Hook and Samoa Joe. So this fucking jerk-off comes out. Who taught him how to promo? Obviously not his father, because back in the day, his father used to be able to cut a pretty decent promo. He comes out and sweats, and he holds the mic all up here, and he's like, you won, I lost. And then he just wow. left. Riveting. Then <laughs> he went to shake his hand and like came close to him, and it got real, and he whispered, but I don't know when, but we'll cross paths again. So Samoa Joe, the AEW world champion, who is a monster, has to get security to come in to take out the 130-pound hook. And hook 
throws him all over the place. Yeah. And then walks out of the ring. All tough. Stop it with Hook. Stop. Yeah. I don't know. Stop, making, stop like in the, the, the words of Mean Girls, stop making Hook happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah. I don't know who, who looked at Hook and said, hey, Taz, your son looks like a bitch. Yeah, but I trained him how to do a suplex. All right. I guess we'll just sign him and throw him right in the main event. And the fact that he doesn't call it a Taz mission or anything close, he calls it the Red Rum, is even worse. Well, I guess, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't he? It's the Taz mission. It's the Taz suplex. Tazplex. Yeah, Tazplex. Like, like honor your father. Yeah, it's not like they're going. Oh well, is that your son? I don't know. He looked, you know, and they're trying to avoid it being the situation. But they're it's Taz's son. Like they call the Eddie Guerrero thing the Three Amigos. You know the the um. Well, the rock bottom. They don't, don't change the name of the rock bottom. The razor's edge. It's not called the priest's edge. No, I mean WCW is called the outsider's edge, but that was for copyright yeah. reasons. Right. So, um, go ahead. They had the Bullet Club Gold. I can't follow any of that shit. So it was Jay. It was Jay White, Juice Robinson, who looks like the Cookie Crisp uh, monster, and then Billy Gunn's kids. And then the there was monster and the wolf. Yeah, he looks like that. Look up Juice Robinson. He fucking looks like it. Um, and then you had uh, the acclaimed with Billy Gunn, and they were rivals for a, a year. They had a, that was like it was an actual storyline. But they got you, you. You saw him, didn't you? <laughs> Why? I thought Billy Gunn was with the Gun Brothers. No, he's with acclaimed. Oh, the rappers. Yeah, the Gun Boys, the Ass Boys. They're with Bullet Club Gold. Who's but, a Bullet Club Black? That's the original Bullet Club. So there's two Bullet Clubs and an acclaimed and a Black Combat Pool Club. Yeah, it, well, so AEW is becoming a, uh, a, a a movie within a movie because they're literally acknowledging that there's so many factions that the Bullet Club Gold and the acclaimed said factions get more done. So they have created a new faction. It was so the the Bullet Club goal was the Bang Bang Gang, and this is now with them. They're called the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. What? What? Isn't it like there's some Mortuary Club or something too? Like Probably. A, I forgot what the fuck they're called. There, there's some other like the Marauder. I don't know the Bang Bang Scissor 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 Me Club. Yeah, scissor Gang. Scissor Gang. So they made a separate fat. They made a. Super faction. It's a super faction because factions get more done, they said. So now you have, if I, if I, off the top of my hat, you have the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, which includes the Bullet Club Gold, which is a different faction. You have the House of Black. You have the Blackpool Combat Club. The Kingdom. You have the Kingdom. The Undisputed, Kingdom. So. Undisputed Kingdom, which was the Kingdom. You have, uh, the uh, mobile a uh, mogul embassy. Damn, that's what I'm talking about. The mogul embassy. Yeah, the mogul embassy. You have the um, still those fuckers, the zero and. Oh yeah, the dark order. <laughs> like everything is a faction. Everything. What, what's Christian's thing called? Is he have a faction? He's got a group, and uh, there's no. I don't think there's an official title, but he's the patriarch of AEW. It's father. Yes. So he's the, the patriarch of AEW, considering he came three years, four years late. Yeah. Ah, but he's, okay. he's everybody's dad. Daddy's back. That's Randy Orton. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't stolen that yet. So I saw a picture, because Jericho, no, no fucks given, bro. Just backstage with another AEW female. You know, I think it was Sky Blue. 
<laughs> like just yeah. with no shirt. He's just all all, all up on her. There's no NDA with her. <laughs> She's uh, got to do anything to further her career because she doesn't have the talent to do it. Well, maybe she'll be in the Bang Bang Scissor Club soon. Yeah. The daddy so, asked. So uh, to tie in with Tony Storm real quick, I know uh, the Dana Brooke thing, it's Elegance by Ash. Which is stupid, too. It, it perfume, is stupid. It's like a perfume name. Yeah, so I I watched this past episode of Impact yesterday, and they show they were showing clips from Hard to Kill, and I I, I love the transition back into TNA. You know, they yeah. kept showing clips with uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Rich, Pritchard saying TNA oh, is yeah. dead. This is Impact, and then Scott uh, I forget his name, the guy who's the GM of uh of TNA saying TNA's fucking back. Like it, it's been a cool transition back to TNA, and they've given them new belts and everything. And yeah. the elegance by Ash is nothing like Tony Storm. Yes, it's the whole like you're elegant, but Tony Storm is supposed to be like a 1940s actress. Yeah. Dana Brooke's supposed to be like a perfume ad. Like a rich bitch. Yeah, like a, a she's elegant. And she's you know, it's yeah. it's similar, but it's not. I mean, if AEW wants to talk about ripping it's off, just like, thing. It's kind of like how Lacey Evans was um Remember her gimmick where she was like, I'm a woman, and these other women, I'm like, I'm elegant, I'm classy. Yeah. You know, I'm a Southern, like, uh, Southern Belle. Yeah, Southern Belle, and I'm, you know, I have manners and they don't, and all that shit. Yeah. So it's similar to Tiny yeah. Tony Storm, but it's not, it's not even close to the same gimmick. Well, I, I had a quite a WWE question for you. Yeah. So, so how yes she does she's she's bad uh thanks for that never mind it's a question answered um so seth rollins came out of raw and he said that he's going to be back for wrestlemania right maybe he's gonna gonna bring the belt into wrestlemania so uh, is that belt just gonna lay dormant now between now and wrestlemania is that what they're doing i'd assume so but that would be a fucking three months i mean two months yeah, so I, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, Roman Reigns doesn't defend his belt either, so... Yeah, but at least, like, the bloodline's out there, and he show, he appears on TV. So, like, the, it's still an active title, even if it's not being defended, because you see it all the time. I kind of feel like... Um, I kind of feel like Seth Rollins is not going to... I could be wrong. Who knows? He could have the Aaron Rodgers fucking, you know, uh, way to recuperate and, you know, be like Wolverine. Um that's a tough injury to come back from, like two two months away, and be functional enough. I don't think we'll be up to snuff by the time WrestleMania comes. I have this is just my prediction: is that he's going to come, and there's going to be some kind of he's going to appear on Raw or SmackDown the week before WrestleMania. He's going to get jumped in the back, injury, fucking you know storyline. He's going to have to vacate the belt, and something will happen that at WrestleMania there's like a tournament, or maybe even. You know what I would do if I was WWE? I would put it up for like the King of the Ring. Bring the King of the Ring back. I used to love the King of the Ring. Yeah, I heard that they're going to, but um so I've read something. Are we done to AEW things real quick? Because I gotta get to WWE. Uh, you got something. Uh yes, I'm done with the AEW. So um WWE, I just read so the Rock is like something like he got the rights to his name now, which is the Rock is his trademark now, not WWE, not owned by WWE. He's like a big guy in TKO um, management, I guess. So they were asking him about fighting Reigns 
at WrestleMania. I'm just going to say, you're right. You know why? why? He didn't say no. He didn't say no, he wasn't. But he said in the context of what he was talking about was he likes, he says, never say never that his career's over. But if he was going to do something, he loves the way to build a story. So a month and a half is not, and being the Royal Rumbles in two days, that's not enough to build a storyline for you to want to watch Rain vs. Rock. Yeah, and so in that context, then, they could do something where Reigns wins at WrestleMania, whoever he fights, and yeah. then he makes a comment about The Rock, yeah. and then The Rock comes out or comes out on Raw the next day, and then you build it to SummerSlam or you build it to yeah. Royal Rumble next year. Yeah, something. Or Survivor Series or whatever you may, you know, you may call it. We're going to have to make 10,000 more belts because there's way too many people that can uh, can fight for them now. There's way There's like... So much shit now with everyone coming back, it's gonna get the field's getting crowded. I don't think they need to have another world belt, but they definitely need another mid car belt. So they got the European, they got the intercontinental, they need a European, like you know, the uh, yeah, they need like a a North American title or they need a European title. title. That's in NXT, though, yeah, but it was in WWE for a bit when Dominic had it. But I'm saying they need to bring a belt like that as a full time basis into yeah, WWE. Bring back the fucking lightweight heavy lightweight belt or the the um, European. Yeah, European. Don't bring back no fucking hardcore belt or twenty four seven championship. <laughs> yeah, don't do that shit. I think that they should also have a women's intercontinental belt. I I've read several times that they're working on something like an in a, uh you know a, a women's belt. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. So I don't have anything really WWE wise until. A little bit later in yeah, the uh, can we get into stupid news? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna add that to stupid news and and also the sports one. But um, yeah. Well, do you have anything else wrestling wise or just the, I guess the ratings, right? I have the ratings. I, I forgot to say though, like and subscribe us on YouTube and and all that good stuff. And uh, GNM Trophy Li, who's going to be working on some merch. I'm working on trying to get Jay to come on the show. Okay. Because I want to get both Jay. I want to get Jay Burke from the With Jay Burke show. Because I want him to tell his side of the Royal Rumble 2000 story. Because he was yes. there. <laughs> um, and I want him to plug his show the at, uh, With Jay Burke show. Um, okay. And then I'm trying to get Jay from GM Trophy to come on. Because for many reasons. One, he was one of the original people I wanted on this show. To be the non-wrestling fan. That when we watch pay-per-views. To mm. not know what was going on. Um, he is our big sponsor. And he is a huge George Carlin fan. He has a lot of free-floating hostility at all times. So <laughs> he uh, really – and he's a big sports fan as well. So I think he would be a good addition to just come on, you know, like once, just plug his shit. You know, maybe once a month just to plug his shit. Um, you know, give him some sponsor time, I guess you could say. Yeah, gotcha. But gotcha. this show's never going to not just be me and you. That's that's This is – I can't hand a third person on a full-time basis. That's just too much work. I mean, we could always get a window washer, though. We could get a window washer, and he could tell us about Brazil. Um, so the ratings. Now we record. So what's today's date? So it'll be that we record on the twentieth, the last mm-hmm. episode, which will be yes. re- released on Saturday night or Sunday. Um, so that means we already did the Rampage and the SmackDown ratings. So the Collision ratings from the twentieth, while we were recording, did we do? No, we did it Friday, didn't we? Yes, do it Friday. All right. So the nineteenth. Which was SmackDown and Rampage. SmackDown up 2.4 million viewers. 
It's funny because I remember in last week's episode because I was just editing and I just heard me say it. It was two point three million last week and it was three hundred thousand because I said two million people shut wrestling off. Well, this is two point four million and then three hundred and ninety thousand for Rampage, meaning more than two million people shut their television off. And then you jump to Collision. Now Matt Hardy should have never said Rampage was beating Collision in the ratings because they're not. Because Rampage did a uh, collision did a whopping four hundred and forty one thousand. Ooh wee! Mm. Get some. Right? Get some. Get and then some. on Monday, this past Monday, up from last week, one point six eight million. NXT right in the same range all the time. It's actually I think it's down a little bit, six hundred forty two thousand. Yeah, it's a little bit down. Yeah, so down about forty one thousand. Okay. Um, and then Dynamite <laughs> is down. 837,000 viewers. Now, if I may, last nice. week you said we would have to keep, we would have to remember what we said because Tony Khan said they were the number one show on cable last week and you looked up the ratings for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and didn't have last week's ratings. Well, well, I looked it up. Okay. Now, Tony Khan posted a picture of the demographics. Right, it broke it down like uh, you know, eighteen to forty-nine. And I commented on on X on Tony's. Yes, and nobody responded because they knew I was right. Because he was too busy with his nose and the amount of coke. Yes. Um. So Tony Khan claims that they were the number one show on X. Now let me just pull it up real quick so I can give you exact numbers because I like to have facts here, as we all know. We only deal in facts. That's all we do is we we deal in facts. So. This is last week's tweet from Tony Khan. Thanks for the incredible sport Wednesday night. And it was the number one show on cable television. Well, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills did 1.4 million viewers. Right. In the demographic for uh, 2 plus, I don't know what that means. P2 plus. That, it's, it's how they break down the demographics. Well, is it like two people or more? I don't know. In the household? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it means. I'm just going by the, there's a breakdown. Right, you can find it online, and he posted this. He posted this, and and was bragging. So I'm okay. I'm, I'm working backwards to the the main one. So in each demographic, each plus, session, plus is persons age two or more in the right. audience demographic. So pe- people age two or more, they lost to Real Housewives, and this is it says eight hundred ninety one AEW one thousand ninety three Real Housewives of Beverly Hills P fifty plus. AEW 456, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills 705, right? Right. P25 to 54, AEW 458, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills 509. Now, 18 to 49. Major demographics for wrestling fans. This is where they won. This is the bread and butter. This is the bread and butter. What? Your meat, meat and potatoes. Now, you would think that it would be like, a thousand to a hundred. You would think. The way he's bragging about this. Yes. AW All Elite Wrestling, 435. Now, I don't know if that's thousand or what. I'm assuming it's thousand in the thousand. Now, you would think 435,000. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has got to be like 100,000. 434,000. 388,000. Close still. Um, it's still close. So he only beat them in the demographic of what wrestling fans are normally like the the main you know uh, how do I want to say it 
the main body of wrestling fans. Like the nucleus of wrestling fans is what he beat them in. He didn't beat them overall. No. So and he should beat be in one specific section. One specific section and barely. He only barely. beat them yeah. by 50,000. 50,000. That's, That's not something. something to brag about. So uh, you should just kept posting the ratings of Housewives of Beverly Hills to his page over and over. I'm going to now every week. <laughs> okay. So um, sports. I got a couple things of sports. Ready? I'm ready. I got some. All right. So I just want to start off with a, a little bit of baseball real quick. All right. A little bit of baseball. Um, the Hall of Fame. The inductees were announced, and David Wright from the Mets was has enough votes to continue for next year, but did not get voted in the Hall of Fame. Jose Reyes got zero votes. I think he's I think he's got one year or he's out, and someone else is out now too. But the three people that were inducted into the Hall of Fame, I agree with one. So who Do you know who I didn't hear the official. I know it was like Chase Utley was up for it. Billy Wagner was up for it. Yeah. Billy, oh, Billy Wagner got one more year. That's it. And he's out. Uh, Chase Utley, he didn't get enough votes to get in. So the ones who got inducted were Adrian Beltre, which yeah. I I would – he's the one that I would say yes to out of the three. Shetfield, another one? No. Joe Maurer from the Twins. Joe and, Todd Helton, and Todd Helton. Todd Helton? Yeah. What the fuck? I would have voted for Wright, Reyes, like any of these. Chef, well, Billy, was, I mean, uh, Billy Wagner, except for the fact that he blew as a, clo- a closer for the Mets. But when he was on the Braves, yeah. he was fucking lights out. And when he was on uh, the uh, Astros, too. Yeah. I mean, Chase but, Utley, uh, I, I can see not being in. I'm, what I, the last I saw was that like Chase Utley was like trending at like 50% or 40%, yeah. and David Wright was at like 12%. And it was like yeah. they were very comparable players as far as their yeah. numbers. People don't realize that like, David Wright is a 300 fucking batter his career. Like, you know, he's a he's a very good baseball player. He but the fact that he was on the majority of his career except for one year or two years a shitty Mets team really it really depends on what team you are when it comes to the Hall of Fame, I believe. Like, it's true because I I I believe that the reason that Utley who was a, a roughly a, a numbers wise a similar player to Wright yeah. and I hate Utley but he has a championship, and Wright doesn't. Right, and he was on. Uh, he was on. Was he on the Dodgers when they won a championship too? I know he's on the 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 Phillies when they won the one. They were in two, they won one, and then he was on the, he was the Dodgers team when that won. That was the COVID year, twenty twenty. I don't know if he was out of the league yet or not. He might have been out of the league, but yeah. um, fuck Chase Utley. Anyway, but yeah, I thought it was interesting because I saw the, this list and these three guys. I think Adrian Beltre was really good, but the other guys, like, I mean, they got numbers, but they don't really show me, like, they don't stand out to me and say, like, Hall of Fame. You know? I mean, maybe David Wright doesn't either, and I'm just saying that because I'm a Mets fan. But I don't know. I Maybe this class is just weak that they have. It's just a weak class. I mean, it really – I mean, Gary Shetfield was a slightly above average player. Billy Wagner, for half his career, three-quarters of his career, was a lights out closer. Yeah. David Wright, Chase Utley, they're comparably the same numbers, uh, same kind of player, second base, third base. So, uh, you so, know, it's, uh, second base is an easier position than third base. I don't understand the voting process in Major League Baseball. And what's even more insane is do you remember the year Ken Griffey Jr. got in? Vaguely. Okay. So the only person to get 100% of the vote was Mariana Rivera. 
Yes. Rightfully so. Fucking one of the probably arguably the best reliever ever in baseball. Okay. Ken Griffey Jr. got 99%. One person voted no. Who the fuck Ooh. voted no against Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah. To me, arguably, if he didn't get injured, probably the best baseball player that ever lived. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. He would have smashed a home run record. You could tell he wasn't starting. He had the best natural swing. He was a great fucking uh, center fielder. He was amazing and not a piece of shit. <laughs> you know? Yes. He would have been by far the greatest baseball player to me that ever lived if he didn't get injured all those years. And he still had phenomenal stats. Yeah. But the one person voted against, who are you? Like, did, did the all other fucking people go and beat the shit out of him in the parking lot afterwards? Yeah, like, who hurt you, sir? Like, I believe that was the, the year before Mariano Rivera got 100%. So they were like, motherfucker, motherfucker, yeah. don't you do it. Don't you fucking do it again. <laughs> but Griffey Jr. fucked my wife. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if Mariano Rivera fucked your wife in front of you and you had to lick his cum off your chest. You're voting for him. Have you ever listened to Enter Sandman at Yankee Stadium in the bottom of the ninth with the World Series on the line? That man had two pitches and he dominated. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that's what I got for baseball. We've got to move over to football, right? So there's – we have to make a disclaimer. Ryan is in a very severe depression. I had to talk him off the ledge. The Buffalo Bills have – you ever hear the, the, the phrase, history repeats itself? Yeah. So there was a game that happened in the 90s, the Super Bowl, and then there was a movie made pretty much about the kicker from that Super Bowl. And then 30 years later, another kicker on the same Buffalo team in the playoffs does the exact same thing, except wouldn't have won the game, would have tied it. Yeah. So wide right has got to be the worst two words of any Buffalo Bills fan ever. To hear, yeah. to hear it's but that's not, not the reason they lost to the Chiefs. Now, now, Patrick Mahomes and I, me and Ryan both hate the Chiefs, hate Kelsey. We'll get into that. The Chiefs own the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs, and I just don't fucking understand how. And the Bills own them in the regular season. They're three and three regular season and playoffs. It makes no sense why the Bills can't beat the team. They they dominated them in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. I mean. They didn't have most of their linebackers. Uh, Gabe Davis was out. So that kind of hurts a little bit. But I'm watching this game, and that's not the reason they lost. It's just a kick, right? So There's a lot of stupid plays. And there's I, a lot of stupid plays, a lot of stupid play calling, and there's a lot of fucking penalties that were called or not called. And and I'm not exactly sure how, when you're the home team, you keep getting false starts yeah. for your crowd when it should be the opposite. And I read some crazy statistic, and I don't remember the exact number, but this is the first time in, like, X amount of games, let's say 50 games, that Josh Allen hasn't thrown an interception and they lost. Yeah. He was, like, 50-1. and one, 50, He was 50-0 going into that game if he didn't throw an interception. And there, he didn't throw an multiple times I thought the script was in play, though, when they fumbled, like, three different times and they still recovered it. 
Yeah. I'm like, dude, they're doing this to try to get the Chiefs to win this game. Well, I mean, I, there was the one with uh, uh, Kincaid. He punched the ball out of bounds. Yeah. They're like, well, he hit it forward. No, he didn't. Straight across. So that was a bullshit call. There's a, then, um, then there's a Shakira, the, I think, right? Yeah, Shakira had one. And then there was the uh, – well, Shakira had that fucking thing where he, he broke all the tacklers and he fucking ran it in. Um, but then there was the Travis Kelsey touchdown where his leg hit out of bounds before he went over the pylon. Yeah. And they kept showing it, and his foot was out of like on the ground out of bounds. And then he hit the pylon and they called it a touchdown. So so two things. The one thing I didn't understand, and the Bills got lucky about this, is when they decided with fucking like 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter, we're gonna do a fake punt from our own 30-yard line. That made no sense. With Damar Hamlin, who has done nothing all year. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand that at all. It's not like he's the fastest person on the team. You know, I, I don't I didn't understand what the point was of that. That it wasn't horrible, horribly drawn a play. And why you would do that with that much time left and to give the Chiefs who you haven't stopped the ability to just go 30 yards and, and get at least a field goal made no sense. So there's that, but luckily there was that fumble out of the end zone. They're going to change the rules on that too, but they got lucky on that. Then you have the the kick where the wind was on their back and he fucking booted this shit, and you just see the wind fucking take that shit yeah. right. I mean, that just sucks for him. Um, he's been shitty all year, to be honest. He Bass, has, so. he, this was a really bad year for him. He's usually yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah, so he he had a really shitty year. But now when you go back to something that fucking bothers me, and I've talked about it on the show multiple times, and you you've noticed it. Kelsey had two touchdowns in that game. The first game that he's actually played decent, but you know why he played decent, Ryan? Because Taylor Swift was in the crowd. No, no, that's not why. Because every ball that was thrown to him. He had 30 yards of clearance around him. Not one person covered him. Yeah. Why are you not covering the best receiver on their team? I don't get it. Now, before I get it, I just want to throw one more thing that they didn't call. There was a, a blatant roughing the passer, late hit roughing the passer on Josh Allen that they just kind of overlooked completely. And even Tony Romo's like, yeah, I would have called that. Um, mean, they, did, they did miss the um, double tackle on the punt return. Yeah. But uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying everything was was you know not called against the Bills, but I'm just saying that that particular one was a big one because that was third down, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, any football team that plays the Chiefs triple cover Kelsey. The other quarter, the other scantling and fucking Rice, they all suck. Yeah, they suck. And you're gonna say like Pacheco had a great game. Don't get me wrong, but. Also, Josh Allen at the end of the game, it's like, you know what? I'm just not going to throw to my open receiver, Stefan Diggs. Right down had... the center there. Oh, my God. And and then, obviously, the Bills receivers dropped everything when they they should have made catches. Stephon Diggs had a touchdown. Shakir had a touchdown. That would have been another one. Um, not, or, no, the, maybe it was not Knox or uh, Kincaid. Not. One of them. Yeah, he had fucking wide open, dropped it. And then Josh Allen – the last drive, he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw the ball ten yards short of all my receivers. Fuck it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it was just disappointing. I told you, I'm never rooting for these fuckers again in the playoffs. I love you, but I can't do it because it just breaks my heart. And and here's the thing: I was talking to somebody at work about this today. Like we all know, they're trying to make Patrick Mahomes the next Tom Brady. 
Yes. The difference between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady is as much as I hated Tom Brady and he got away with a lot of shit, the Flake Gate, Spygate, all that yeah, bullshit, yeah. he still was a good quarterback. Yes. And Patrick Mahomes is a mid quarterback at best. Well, according to Boomer Esiason, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. A bullshit? It's ever lived. A bullshit. Better than, better than Tom Brady, better than Peyton Manning, better than, better than Joe Montana, uh, Drew Brees, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, better than all of them. Better than all of those guys, Patrick Mahomes. Listen, I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is a terrible quarterback. I'm not saying that. The guy, and I've said it multiple times, is extremely lucky. Extremely lucky. There's multiple times, like I said, he had Tyreek Tyreek Hill on his team. You throw it to him, the guy, his nickname is Cheetah. His nickname isn't three-toed sloth. His nickname is Cheetah, the fastest land animal on the fucking planet. Okay? Okay? Okay. The only person that's catching him is Usain Bolt. That's it. Secondly, he's got Travis Kelsey, who does have good hands, but once again, they leave him 20 yards. Oh, watch a Chiefs game. I am I am laying down the gauntlet for any person who listens to the show. Pick a Chiefs game. Pick any Chiefs game. Any in the last four or five years. Count how many completions Patrick Mahomes throws and how many are to wide open receivers. Always Kelsey. There's never but it's never traffic. There's never yeah. traffic for any of his receivers. It's never contested balls. He's never throwing a contested contested ball like you know, where they have to fight for it, or he threads yeah. an eagle between three defensemen. It doesn't happen. Um one more thing about that Chiefs game. Did you see when Kelsey did the heart thing? Yeah, to, to up this no. no, he didn't do it to Taylor Swift. Oh, he did. Who did he do it to? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you who he did it to. So he did the heart thing and he blew a kiss. And the way when I saw it, I was like, "Who the fuck is he doing that to?" When I was watching the game live, I was like, "Who is he doing that to?" Because it was like the corner of the end zone. And I'm like, "Well, Taylor Swift's not over there. She's in the fucking booth on the 50 yard line, right?" Every news organization ran with, oh, he blew a kiss with Taylor Swift and he did a little heart thing. So he went on the podcast with his brother and he came out and he said, in you know, you, you have to listen to it because I can't do his voice. He's like, you know, I call into Buffalo, so it's just a hostile area. And, you know, I got to show love, baby. I got to share the love, baby. You know, they've been hating on us, saying inappropriate things. That's whack. So I had to spread the love. That's what he how he sounded, and that's what he said. So and so he was doing it to the Buffalo fans and not to his girlfriend, which the media wanted you to believe. The funniest thing about that game, besides the fact that the Buffalo fans were throwing snowballs at the Kansas City bus when they was pulling into the stadium, is that somebody on the Bills staff shut the hot water off in the Chiefs well, locker room. They say they did. Yeah, they disputed it, but it's still funny. They my problem, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sound very not liberal and very not woke by saying this, but I'm gonna explain myself. I fucking hate that they keep, we said this before. I hate that they show Taylor Swift. Now the my side makes it sound like if you don't like Taylor Swift, you're sexist and you're this and you're that. I'm going to dispute my own side and say I hate seeing her because I'm trying to watch a football game. Yes. I'm trying to watch men in tights, hit each other, and throw a ball. A child sport I'm trying to watch, and I'm trying to forget my problems and just watch this game. 
I don't need to see this dumb cunt up in the fucking booth cheering like she won the Super Bowl every time Travis Kelsey gets a five-yard fucking reception. With her big-ass blowjob mouth when she's like, ooh, ooh, and she's fucking high-fiving and hugging. Oh, he's five-yard catch, and she's fucking hugging everybody. And- yeah, yeah, no one does that. Real sports fans don't do that to every single fucking thing you do. No. And, and second, yeah. And Tiki Barber said it, and it's true. She's ruining the sport of football for everybody. The NFL doesn't realize this is ruining the sport. No one wants to see her. And now that it's getting closer and closer to the end, and there's less and less teams, more and more people are, have to see her. It's not just a highlight on ESPN. Now it's, oh, everybody watching the fucking playoffs has to see this bitch whenever anybody scores. It's not just Travis Kelsey. Anybody scores or does something good, they're showing her reaction. Like you said, Eminem was at the fucking Detroit game. They showed him once. And he's in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. So next, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to the, so the other game real quick. The Packers should have fucking beat the 49ers. That was bullshit. Um, Jordan Love blew it. But they got to play now. The Lions, the Lions pulled it out. I'm hoping the Lions win. They need to be a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl. I want the Lions to win. You know, fuck it. I'll root for the Lions. Anybody but the Chiefs. But I've told you this, and you said I'm, you know, I might be right, but the script has been rewritten, and it's being re-released. You're going to hear it here first, and if it happens, I better get fucking full credit, okay? If it doesn't happen, then, you know, whatever. Then, you know, Lamar slayed the beast, I guess. The NFL obviously, obviously has some sort of deal worked out with Taylor Swift where they're paying her. Yes. There's no doubt about it. That's why they show her so many times. It, it, she's got this tour going on. She's got the movie that came out. There's something to, there's a mutually beneficial agreement here. She gets people to see her and talk about her. The NFL gets newer fans from the girls and the, and the young girls and the women, you know, it, there's something worked out. All right. Not saying Travis Kelsey's a bad looking guy. He's a decent looking enough guy. So women will be like, Oh, well, you know, they'll look at him too. Okay. Right. Kansas City is a Super Bowl winner. She didn't date some dude that's not on the Super Bowl winning team. Did you notice that? Yeah. It happened to date Travis Kelsey. Okay, whatever. <laughs> the So the dude that never dates white girls. Anyway, <laughs> so the NFL obviously wants Taylor Swift to be at the Super Bowl. So I have two theories. One, the Chiefs are going to win, and she's going to be a surprise fucking Super Bowl musical act. That she'll I, She's definitely going to be a surprise. If, she, if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, she's definitely going to. They're going to be like, Taylor, why don't you come? And she's going to go, me? Okay. Yeah. Something's happening where she's going to. I actually kind of think she might be a surprise musical guest anyway. More Because so. of how much you've been showing her. Yeah. All right. So my other theory is Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Right? Taylor Swift's there. Now imagine this. Imagine the setting. Fireworks are going off. The Chiefs have just beaten. The 49ers or the Lions for the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey scored two or three touchdowns, 100 yards receiving. He gets handed the Super Bowl MVP, right? His brother's there because his family is there. They're rooting for him. You know, Travis, you did it again. He says, you know, I love being part of this Kansas City team, but I won this this championship and this MVP. I just want to say that I'm retiring from playing football. And everyone's like, oh, oh, my God, Travis Kelsey's retiring. 
to be just like his brother, you know, he wants to do his own thing now. He wants to be in movies, he wants to do the podcast, he wants to establish his brand. Okay, well, good. But I have one more announcement. Taylor, Taylor Swift, will you do the honor of marrying me? Boom, engagement right on TV at the Super Bowl. And they're in Vegas. Yes. So they go right down the street and get married. There you go. They've been together four months. It's fucking absurd. Fuck kissing once. Yeah. One pet. It's fu- it's so fucking absurd. We've been saying if, it since day one. What would you do if he proposes to Taylor Swift at the end of the Super Bowl? Instead of I, I'm I, going to Disney World, and he goes, Taylor Swift, will you marry me? I may never watch football again. You know then that's bullshit. That's true. I don't know. I, I, don't, I know I wouldn't listen to sports radio for at least six months. I, 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 I couldn't deal with it. I, it was bad enough when I had to listen to the Aaron Rodgers bullshit every day. <laughs> I, I, I if that shit happens, I, I will I will literally football mute myself until the next next year. Craziest thing about that though is everyone now hates Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They booed him at fucking Vegas uh arena for the, the Knights uh, Golden Knights game. The Jets and New York Sportswear Radio are fucking talking shit about him nonstop. They are regretting this decision, which we said from the beginning. Just saying. <laughs> you know, you're right. Um, he got a hole in one though, didn't he? Yeah, I got yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, the first time he's ever played golf since his injury, uh, he got a hole in one immediately. Like he's fucking Kim Jong Il, and he's written thirty five. He writes thirty five novels a year, and he was born in a fucking cave under a rainbow's taint. I mean, a unicorn's taint, you know, and uh, a double rainbow. And he gets a hole in one every time he golfs, and the three hundred every time he bowls. It's it's a, he's amazing. Yeah, greatest guy ever. Greatest guy ever. Uh, one more small thing about football is there's been a head coach. There's a head coach vacancies we talked about. Jim Harbaugh actually went to the Chargers, which I thought Belichick was going to. Yeah. And then Bill Belichick was probably supposed to get the project over in Atlanta, and they hired somebody else. And then the Patriots hired somebody. Bill Belichick has no job right now, and it makes you beg to question why the greatest coach supposedly in NFL history is unemployed. Yeah, that's a really like it's a really good question. Now it it could be maybe he turned down jobs. Oh, from what I understand with Atlanta, everybody in the front office was talking the owner out of it. The owner really wanted Bill Belichick, but Belichick wants control of everything. Yeah. So everyone in the front office didn't want to lose their job. So they started talking shit to the 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 owner like hey no you know and he kind of like nixed the idea of Belichick because he said there was hurdles. So I'm going to assume that Belichick is going to want fucking complete control over whatever team he takes over. And I don't know how many organizations are willing to do that, especially with him being like 77 years old, I think. Well, Super Bowl Monday is usually when all the rest of the coaches get fired. Then Black Monday, they call it. So I know. Um, I still am not opposed to the thought that he goes to like they, they fire Robert Sala and he goes to the Jets. He's not going to I'm not He's saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying that I, I wouldn't be surprised. They were talking about on the fan that he goes and waits a year and sees how the Giants do. And if the Giants fire Dable, he becomes a Giants coach because he's always said that his dream job was being the head coach of the Giants, which he's never had the opportunity to do. I doubt that's ever going to happen. Um, I guess we'll have to find out. I guess we'll stay tuned. What? Uh, so what's next? Well, it's our new segment. Stupid news. 
Stupid! You're so stupid! There's, I, we have a few. There's more than three this week because I kept finding, like, it's been a short week. And there's a good, like, I kept finding stuff. And I was like, we have five. I, okay. So you, you lead in, go with the least important one, you think, and then the most important. I'm gonna I think go with the, the one, one that, today, late, late today was the least, was the most important. Yeah. I'm going to, well, I'm going to, no, I, I have one that's the least important. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you because it made me laugh so fucking hard. Mm hmm. So apparently, a teenager in Utah got arrested because he was taping fish to ATM machines. <laughs> and there's a video <clears throat> of a guy <clears throat> walking up to the ATM, and he he pushes his camera up, and there's literally a fish duct taped to the screen of an ATM machine with a cigarette in his mouth. What's what's the point, though? It says, please arrest 17-year-old for allegedly taping fish to ATM machines around Orem and Provo, Utah. The teen who remains unidentified reportedly posted pictures and videos on Instagram of alleged incidents. I don't know what the crime is. Charge? Vandalism? I guess so. Um, animal, cruelty, I mean, animal cruelty? You can catch fish and kill them legally. So, oh, here, here, so while the prank at first seemed to be innocent, cleaning the mess up became costly, making it a criminal matter. Uh, okay, so what's the mess of... Fit. I mean, I guess because maybe it smelled. I guess so. Maybe pulling. I mean, wouldn't be the first person that goes to take money out if you decide to be like, "Oh, this is the only ATM in uh, a mile radius to just untape the fish." Yeah, I mean, maybe the tape was doing damage to the the, the machine, but it, it's pretty funny. It's fucking hysterical that the guy yeah. got arrested for taping fish to ATM machines. There's worse crime. I mean, there's worse things to tape to ATM machines. And I would love to be at the county jail when this kid walked in. They're like, what are you in for? <laughs> I was taping uh, ATM, the fish to ATM machines. And where did that thought ever – so was he buying the fish and then doing it, or was he catching the fish? Did I think it's pretty them? impressive. I was think it's pretty impressive that he was catching all these fish. Catching all the fish and then going – I'm not really a fish eater, so you know what? Uh, I'm just going to tape this to the closest ATM machine I can find. <laughs> uh, so uh, now, before I forget, because I'm looking through your articles, we got to give a big dead bell, Jesse Jane. Yeah, star. I got to talk about this though. Oh, you want to talk about? It? All right, so we'll get into yeah, it then. Yeah, this is one of my articles too. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, Jesse Jane's a porn star who died apparently of an overdose with her boyfriend in her house. She was 43 years old. She was great, beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, I'm sure it had some fucking fentanyl or some shit, but it, it, it was an overdose, yeah. Is it is it weird that like is it weird that after I heard the news, like I had to look up her videos and I I, I rub one out to her memory? No, it's in, in honor of. Yeah, like I'll get a stiffy for the stiff. Yeah. Like, it's not disrespectful because you're doing it in honor of. He would have wanted me. He would have wanted me to do that. In lieu of sending flowers, jerk off. He would have wanted all of her fans to remember her just like that. Like, bent over. Actually, she was giving, she was a master of monster blowjobs. She was great. Yeah. She was, I mean, she's very sexy. Um, She was young. She was was our age. She was 43. I didn't know that. I thought she might have been older too, because she's been around for a while. Yeah, um, but I, I, you know, drug drug addiction overdoses 
is a whole other situation that I have no sympathy for. But um, I mean, I would I would never think that someone who fucks multiple people on camera would have a detrimental addiction problem. Who would have ever thought a guy, a girl that takes dick after dick after dick after dick and massive loads of cum on their face would 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 end up with a drug problem? Like, would have to go home and do massive amounts of drugs to forget about her day. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that there'd be a problem. See, there's the thing, though. This is the difference between men and women. Male porn stars never kill themselves <laughs> or die of drug overdoses. You know why? Why? Because they want to keep fucking. <laughs> but yeah. Jesse Jane, we give you a nice dead bill. I rubbed. I did rub one out to you today, in in your honor. You'll be missed. I guess. I mean, by she might have been a horrible uh, person. I don't know. She could. I mean, she's obviously a drug addict. Yeah, I mean, she could have fucking hated kittens and kicked babies. Like, I don't know what kind of person she was. I mean, she'll be missed. I'm sure, but terribly I mean, she'll missed. Be missed. She'll be missed for like the you know the 15 seconds that I need of the specific video I want on the specific day that I need it. All right. Anyway, so uh, I don't know if this was one of the ones you wanted to talk about, but I brought it up just because. Uh, it was one of the articles you sent me. Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky teaching aide Ellen Phillips, who is charged with raping nine boys aged 14 to 16, made her victims T-shirts and stickers saying, I heart hot moms. I actually had that shirt like 20 years ago. Yeah. Now, this is going to sound really fucked up. Any boy, 14 to 16-year-old, that their teacher's fucking you, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. So. You're running for the have, I have two sons. One's 18 and one is younger. I'm not going to say old. I give the manly advice. Don't tell a fucking soul. Don't even tell me. Just enjoy the ride, bro. Yeah. Now, now let me clarify. When it's a woman doing it to a, a, a younger boy, 14 to 16, let's say, I'm okay with it because every boy 14 to 16... Fantasy. That's their fan. That's all they want to do. They want to fuck. Now, if it's a, it's a if it's a male teacher doing it to any woman under eighteen or any right. woman at all, it's completely different because you know men can be intimidating. Women don't always think about sex. They don't. That's not what they want. They want families and 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 houses and I don't know what they want. But and it's alimony. <laughs> yeah, and alimony. They don't want a fucking old smelly dick in their face. So right. a man doing it to any woman that's just fucking disgusting and repulsive and rep and repensive, uh, reprehensive. It, it, no. But a good-looking woman doing it to a boy, when I was 14, if I had a hot teacher that wanted to fuck me, I would have never fucking told a soul. I wouldn't have told you. I'm a, I did have a couple hot teachers. I wanted to fucking bag them so bad. And I could probably think I probably could have if I would have pushed the limit, but I was like, eh, maybe I may be reading this wrong because I'm 14 or 15. You know? Yeah. 16 or 17. But here's the thing. Go back in time now. Say, put yourself in high school. I'm just going to put it like this. Except if they're like really just If any female teacher was like hey i'd probably do it at 14 years old if any woman <laughs> that was not related to me let me specify that was not related to me right said, hey lunch lady. lunch lady lunch lady's like hey after you finish your elio's pizza but i'm taking in the bathroom and i suck your dick i'd be like yeah please i just do it just leave your hair net on what about the lesbian gym teacher absolutely fat nurse sure Old secretary. Why not? Janitor. Female? On the weekends. Then on Saturday night, yes. 
<laughs> after uh, Friday night after the high school homecoming game. Yeah, then it's fine. Bart turns into Beatrice, and you know, get it going. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I see this, and did you see like so in the pictures? The first picture, she looks good. The mugshot, she looks awful. And then there's another picture, like where she's got like a dress. She looks good. It's got to be yeah. like the makeup, but I mean, she's not as hot as the other teachers usually are. But you then you see a picture. You scroll through the pictures. You see her husband, and he's just jacked. Dude, like he's fucking got fucking pecs and his veins and his muscles. And you're like, how fucking stupid do you feel that you've been wasting all that time in that gym getting ripped for your your mediocre looking wife to fuck 14 year olds in yeah. the fucking closet in, in the cubbies? And, and bringing him to dirt race tra car track fucking parking lots and sucking their little 14 year old dick. <laughs> little thimble dicks yeah and listen i get it it's a form of pedophilia it's wrong it's all wrong but like i said it's different when an older woman is doing it to a 14 year old boy because that's all 14 year old boys want it's not saying it's right it's not right, right. but a 14 year old girl is not thinking about fucking a no. 14 year old boy that's all they want to do Yes, yeah. As soon as as soon as their fucking dick gets hard for the first time, that's all they're, that's all they're concerned about. You got a built-in joystick, bro. Like, there's yeah. a built-in PlayStation Five, a built-in Xbox One X, Series One X. It's all built in. Like, yeah. you're never not entertained. As a man, I will state this fact. And women, because I know a lot of women, they're like, "Oh, I don't masturbate." As a man, I'm going to explain something. Men can never get bored because once a man's bored, he's like, eh, "I guess I'll go jerk off." Am and I wrong? Right. You're right. Like that's always the the, the the fact though. I got nothing else to do. Yeah, and it's not even like you're horny. It's like, oh well, might as well. We got like ten minutes, so I gotta, I gotta fucking, you know, go to the store. Oh, I'm like fucking. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking hard boiling some eggs. What do I do in the <laughs> seven minutes? Let me just go jerk off real quick, and then I have six minutes to kill. How long? How long for the cake to rise? <laughs> Let me just go jerk off, and then I'll just sit down and stare at the oven. Bing! Uh, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm sorry, ladies. That's true. And a man will pretty much fuck anything that will give him a time of day if if he could. Now, like, here's my question. Sorry, go, go ahead. No, God. She fucked 14 to 16. Why was 16 the cutoff? Too old. Is, is that a, like I don't know pedophilia? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm guessing that she's got a type. Like, are you fucking 80-year-olds? My fucking who? 80-year-olds. Which 80-year-old? Sophia Loren? No. Are you... Okay. Are you gonna... Alright, how about this? Would you fuck an 18-year-old? Yes. An 18-year-old in high school? No. An 18-year-old who dropped out of high school getting her GED? Yes. <laughs> Would you fuck any of the above? Alright, you got 18-year-old college, 18-year-old high school, 18-year-old GED. Okay? Alright. There's two than one now. Would you fuck a 17-year-old in high school? No. Would you fuck a 17-year-old getting her GED? No. Would you fuck a 17-year-old in college? No. There you go. Because it's not legal. Okay, so what's your type? Legal. Okay, so that's not your type. Her type is 14 to 16. Her type is the fucking demographics that AEW is shooting for. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I wouldn't fuck an 18-year-old that's in high school because I don't want to have to fuck her and then drop her off for the bus. No, she doesn't take the bus. She drives. She's 18. 
if she's fucking me, she doesn't have a license. <laughs> if yeah, she's fucking right. me, she obviously has a couple kids from a couple different people. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a, yeah, yeah. If she's fucking okay. me, I'm the fucking bottom of the barrel. I'm the I'm the reason why she gets her life in in order. You're the reason why she moves out to Hollywood, becomes a porn addict, and dies of an overdose. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> so the next article you sent me was disgruntled passenger is removed for farting excessively on American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin. He was removed when? So it says uh, disgruntled passenger removed for farting excessively in Airlines. Uh, the early evening flight from Phoenix Sky Harbor to Arizona was forced to return to its gate and deploy, delayed 15 to 30 minutes as a passenger on the flight said. So apparently this, they didn't even take off. A quote by one of the passengers said, as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath like fucking hell or something. A majority of the people were seated and the man said, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And then farted. <laughs> they did not know what provoked the statement, but said, well, kind of funny to overhear, it was uncalled for, especially coming from a grown man on an airplane. So he was a disgruntled passenger on this plane probably waiting for hours to board and he's like fuck everybody on this plane and he farts but he keeps he keeps farting keeps farting so you're taxied on the air on the runway for how long 10 minutes 15 minutes yeah how much are you farting that someone had to remove you from flight the flight's only two hours long from texas from austin to phoenix yeah did he he not shit before the plane and he had to shit and he's holding and he's just passing like those farts are going right through right through a turd just right through it's just it's and it's coming out and he's just but you figure it had to return to its gate which means it hasn't taken off so you're let's say worst case scenario you're on the, yeah you're there for 30 minutes how much farting did he do in 30 minutes that he had to be removed from the plane <laughs> like i'm sorry i'm sorry is that is that legal can you remove someone from farting on a plane? Uh, I mean, I guess if it's smelling up bad enough. Yeah. I mean, it was it a hazardous material. Like, that would be the concern, I'm, I'm assuming. Because, like, did you see the one where the person shit on the plane? Yes. Where they shit up and down the aisles. They had, like, explosive diarrhea nonstop. Yeah. And th that one I can understand. Yeah, but they were in flight. <laughs> they are in flight. Yeah. Wouldn't one person say, sir, can you please stop flatulating? On the aircraft. Imagine this. Imagine that his farting saved an air disaster. Can you imagine if United 93 had a guy farting and they said, fuck it, we're not taking off. And then the terrorists had to like go back. And they're like, man, that's just stunk, bro. Like they had to get off the airplane. And then when they got to go back on the airplane, they're like, ah, something don't seem right about you fellas. You're willing yeah. to stay on that, that smelly airplane. And then, but like, imagine they didn't even reboard. They're like, we we have to rebook this flight next week, and he the terrorist has to go back to his terrorist leader, and he's gonna be like, I'm sorry, we couldn't take off. I don't know how they speak. I'm sorry, we couldn't take off. Um, what? Why not? Understand. It's like uh, I, don't some... understand. I don't understand. These men, these men have gas coming out of his anus and anything. And his anus was it just <laughs> smelled so bad, and they it smelled worse than the goats in Kandahar. So. What what are you saying? The, no no plane, no 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 plane. No 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 no. We don't no want plane, any more. No. It it made me want to kill myself before I got, I got in in the air. So no plane, no boom. 
No boom boom. No boom boom. Hear boom boom from his boom boom. Hear boom boom from his boom boom. Play no boom boom. No boom 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 boom. We had something else. I'm 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 pretty sure, right? We had two more. Three, Three Kansas more. City Chiefs fans mysteriously found dead in HIV scientist pal's yard in freezing weather may have taken drugs as cops say they're waiting for toxicology report. Now, this story is fucking insane to me. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure this happened after the Buffalo Kansas City game. So it was cold in Kansas City from what I am I've I heard. It was like the week before it was like negative 20 degrees. So I'm not really sure why they had to mention the guy's an HIV doctor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jordan Willis, HIV researcher. You could have just said yeah. science. Because they're like, AIDS. That's going to get the headline. AIDS. But these guys, they had to be drugs, right? But they're saying like, they're saying like the homeowners, like, I didn't notice that they weren't, that they were missing, that, that they were in my backyard, frozen to death. Yeah. It says the fifth man in the home on the night in question, a buddy who Willis says left earlier than the other three men, they were found dead 48 hours later. Two fucking days. Just yeah, pops. Three guys. It's not even like one person died. It It's three. Did you watch Night Country, True Detective? No. I heard it's, about it. I heard it's good. It kind of reminds me of the last scene of the first episode. But it's like, how do you... Alright, so if I came to your house with me, Pat, and John, right? And we all watched the game. We were like all hanging out outside, drinking, and it's cold out. And then you're like, all right, guys, I'm going to bed. Like, all right, would you not notice us in your back? And you, I mean, you have a significantly sized backyard. But say it was like, from what I saw the picture, it was a small back. It was like my, say my parents' backyard. Yeah. Would you not notice? And this guy had dogs that weren't, he didn't. So coincidentally, the dogs that he had were being watched somewhere else that weekend. Uh... So you didn't have to let them out. Is it? Would you have not noticed us in the backyard for two days? No, I probably would have saw you guys. Or I probably would have saw your cars in the driveway. He said he he saw their cars, but he thought they were too drunk. They probably took a cab or an Uber. Here's my favorite quote. Yeah, two days they didn't come back to their car. Here's my favorite quote of the article, though. None of them had. He tested them before they died. None of them had HIV. (laughs) It says. He may have done. They're talking about one of the guys, I guess, and it says he may have done some drugs and, and stuff in the past, but I do not believe all three of them did drugs and fell over dead in that backyard. I'm not going to say that during a game he didn't have some drinks, but he wasn't irresponsible that he was going to go outside and freeze to death. I mean, I what happened. there had to be one of two things had to happen: either they all OD'd on some bad shit, or he poisoned them, right? Something. That's the, only, that's the only logical explanation. You're you're talking about three grown men. If he was out there just freezing, like they said, he could have kicked out a window to get into the house, or go into their cars and turn it on, and leave, <laughs> or call an Uber and leave. Or either. Imagine, imagine there's three. Well, they are Kansas City fans, so there's three grown adults that are sitting out there going, getting cold out here. Cold out here. I mean, I wish we had a house or something to go into. They're like, yeah, but he locked the door. Oh, man. What about our cars? Oh, but they're all the way down the street. We're in the backyard. I think the sun's coming up in a couple hours. Should be all right. Guess we just wait. Yeah. I mean, he'll come out eventually, right? I, I, I It's not like he wait like two days to, to come out here. We'll be fine. Do you think they were sitting out there like 24 hours later just like, eh, when's he going to come outside? 
Should we go? No, he'll be here. I'm telling you. <laughs> give him a, give him another couple minutes. Maybe he's taking a shower. What about his uh, fucking dogs? They're in the kennel. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. They didn't call any. Like they would call somebody, and be like, "Hey, it's really cold out here. We're drunk. Can you come get us?" Or how about the next day when they're sober? Call us and like, "Hey, we're in a backyard, three feet away from a house, and apparently nobody noticed us. Uh, we just decided not to move. So can you come get us?" No neighbors, apparently. No neighbors at all. No neighbors were like, hey, those guys have been sitting really still for the last 36 hours. I'll give it another 12 hours. They'll be fine. Oh, boy. All right. So what else we got here? This is the greatest story I've ever heard. And I, I got to say, I, I half believe it. I don't know. Is, what this, is this, is this the, the great the last one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I. So this ties into wrestling for everybody. And I don't. I, I do believe it, but I'm like, what the actual fuck? So I believe it to a point. I believe all of it. I, I think it was I think it's being exaggerated. Okay. Vince McMahon at the center of new bombshell sex trafficking accusations. As former WWE staffer, uh, he paid to keep quiet. Alleges he defecated on her head during a threesome and forcefully used sex toys on her that he named after his wrestlers. I believe that part. I believe he shit on her head. Oh, you want some of this macho man? And he's just shoving a dildo up her ass. The ultimate warrior. So apparently, all right. So go go ahead, and then we have to play a little bit. We have to play a little game. All right. So apparently, Vince McMahon is being accused of sex trafficking a former employee, uh, Janelle Grant. Not bad looking. Super hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who's she was previously uh, agreed to a three million dollars settlement in exchange for an NDA in 2022. She has filed a new lawsuit against McMahon and the uh, WWE and a former executive. In the filing obtained by Daily Mail, uh, Grant claims that McMahon stopped making payments after the initial $1 million, and now she seeks to avoid the agreement. Furthermore, Grant says she uh, suffered bruising and bleeding after McMahon forcefully penetrated her with sex toys, which he named after wrestlers. I totally believe that. 100%. He also sex trafficked her to John Laurinaitis and other people. Yes. Now here's the, the, there's she is super hot. There's right, one part of this, good, good. There's one part of this I don't believe, and I'm not saying it didn't happen. It says that she was uh, where's I'm trying to find the exact wording that she was locked in a room and that, like executives were able to go in and out and like fuck her. Now I know the WWE office is a big place. I've been there. I've I've seen it. Yeah. Um, Nobody else noticed this woman probably screaming and executives just going in and out fucking this woman. I'm not so certain that she's screaming because I kind of think she was allowing it to happen. I don't think she was just not allowing it to happen. I think it was consensual. But now while it's all coming out, she's saying that, oh, I really didn't want it to happen. But I felt because they were in positions of power that I had to do it to keep my job or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm. Going to assume that is the thing because this grown woman's just like fucking all these executives. She obviously wanted a better position in the company. I'm not trying to say that that's the truth. No, but, no, it does, say, it does say in the article that the organization previously described McMahon's sexual relationship with Grant as consensual in a 2020 statement, 2022 yeah. statement. But she let him shit on his her head. I'm certain she did. I'm guarantee she did. And you know he would do that because he's a sick fuck. He had May Young give birth to a hand. He had 
fucking make Big Show's dead dad get dragged away by the fucking big boss, man. He had Triple H fuck Kane's dead girlfriend in the casket. This guy's not... His, his marbles ain't always there. He was fucking Don Marie in front of his wife, who was a, like a paraplegic. It, it's it like, does say, in, in one alleged text message from 2020, McMahon is accused of sharing a photo of Grant with others in writing. She may scream and try to say no, although it would be difficult to say anything with a cock down her throat. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh at... I'm not laughing at what happens. No. I'm laughing at the phrase, because that's kind of funny. But yeah. I don't put it past me. He's like, yeah, it's hard to say no with a cock down your throat, huh? JR? I'm not saying it, ha it didn't happen, and I'm not it saying happened. it just it happened. Just it happened. It happened. Yeah, it happened. It Beyond a shadow of a doubt, it happened. That's why this company is no longer his. It happened. It happened. Yeah, you're Ed, probably right. Ed, it was Edge. This happened. Eddie's dead. <laughs> this man shits on interns' heads. And, okay, so can we play a game? Sure. Do you think he had two sex toys and she's laying there and he's like, here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. <laughs> the demolition. What is the best name of any wrestler that could be a sex toy that was used on this phone? And I'm, like I said, I feel awful that this happened, but this is such a bizarre story. You have to make a little bit light of it. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Let me see. I, Axe and Smash is really good if he sings the song. The Rock? The Rock's a good one. Stone Cold. The Heartbreak Kid? Uh, maybe HBK, not Heartbreak Kid. The Hitman. Who's about to be fucking BTK by the fucking looks of this shit? Um, the the oh, Hitman oh. is a good one. Let me see. The Stinger. Papa Shango. <laughs> you, want, you ready for some Papa Shango? I want to give you a dull doink and dink. Is that a small one and a big one? <laughs> you didn't think I had this one, do you? Well, I call this one Horn Schwaggle. <laughs> then he's got a really big one, and it's black, and it's Andre the Giant. Or Ahmed Johnson. Ahmed Johnson. There's got to be. I know this didn't work out as a gimmick, but uh, how about Mantar? You think he has one that he called Farouk, and it had a little, he had them and put a little button that every time it went in, it went, damn! <laughs> it's like... He got uh, all the black tildos lined up. And he goes, we are the nation of domination. Of penetration. <laughs> we are the nation of penetration. So You knew he had one called the Hulkster. You know he had one called the Hulkster. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know that this fucking maniac, Vince McMahon, right? He's sitting there. Do you think he had one called Shane O'Mac? That'd be fucking... That would just be way off the charts fucking crazy. You know, he had one... Instead of Triple H, you're like Triple X. Triple D. Yeah. There, there is no doubt in my mind that the way that I played with wrestlers as a kid, this guy was playing with sex toys with this woman. Yeah. Do you think he like, had the theme music queue up? It's like, here comes the Hulk. <laughs> when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Vincent hurts inside. It's supposed to hurt inside. He's like, he's got the Rick Martell arrogance spray. It's his cum shot. That's what he calls his cum shot. Yeah. The arrogance. <laughs> I call this, I call this Spanish looking one the giant Gonzalez or El Gigante. It's got fur on it too. This one has a bush called the Elegante. He definitely had a Valvinus. 
Of course he had a val. It was a it was a val penis. Val penis. Does he have a um uh, a gangrel? Yeah, that one was a little, that one that was a little spiky. <laughs> you know the one that almost fucking killed her was the Benoit. Yeah, because he hit her in the head with that one. Do you think he had the three amigos one, and it was just like a, it was a triple sided one? Uh, the yes movement. <laughs> it was just a finger going in and out. Oh my god, what a fucking nightmare! Did, like the guy, he definitely made Linda watch, right? Of course, and now. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to put this down. You can agree or disagree with me. Vince McMahon and Linda McMahon's relationship, I think, is akin to Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton's relationship. Probably, like they are the nastiest fucking people in the world, and they let their wives that probably aren't straight accept and watch their like fuckery. Yeah, because money. And if I may just say, I believe. Three years ago, we called Vince McMahon a rapist. We did. So, are we right again? Like, this is getting to be redundant how right we are all the time. Ridiculous. I would love... You know he has secret archive videotape of this somewhere. I would love to see it. Definitely does. What do you think's worse? Him actually physically shitting on a woman's head or Sylvester Stallone when he glass-bottom boated people? I think shitting on the head is worse. Because, you know, he didn't always like have a... Lo- it was like a hard log, though. It'll just bounce off and roll out. Yeah, but you you know he didn't always have one queued up, so he had to, like, pull his pants Push. down, and he'd be like... I think he blew his quads out. <laughs> he did. Be, that's actually how... He shit on her head and then came out and he blew his quads out because he had no more muscle left because he shit it all out. Oh, God. Anyway, so that's the news for this week. I can't yeah, wait till we find out what happens next week. Yeah, uh, and I guess if we have nothing else, is is it? I think it's time for free floating hostility. That's now, without further ado, free floating hostility. Fucking, fucking, fucking hostile. So I hope you're ready for a little random anger. So one of yours, and it, it bothers me too, is when uh, on Facebook you get a notification and it says, blah, blah, blah has tagged you in a post. And you look and it's just at everyone. Oh, why did this become a thing? Why did Facebook do this? I don't know. Now, does this tag everyone that's their friend or everyone in the universe? Everyone that's their friend, I believe. I don't need to know. And it's always bullshit. I got, so, um, I got... Like I follow like a bunch of, or I'm friends with a bunch of like D level movie actresses from like Return of the Living Dead and like that. Yeah, and I got tagged in something. It was like I forget what her name is. It was like tagged you in something. I'm like, what? Why? Did she listen to the show? Did she like it? And I look and said to everyone, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I've gotten that, and I've gotten there's like one person on my friends list that does it. So I'm about to like delete them because it's every day. So anyway, yeah, I. Don't tag me. You know what? And you do it sometimes, and I don't really mind because it's you know very very random. But for everybody else, don't tag me in anything at all. Don't. I do only it. tag you stuff that I think I know you'll like. Yes, but like there's people you've actually tagged me in a picture from when you went to New Orleans, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> I, I honestly, I was probably so drunk I don't even remember doing that. There's a picture that shows up like every year. And it's like, you have memories share with Ryan. It's you in Vegas. It's your cousin and, like, I guess, like, two or three other people, maybe. Or maybe it was just people you used to work with. Maybe it wasn't your cousin. And it's a, and it has my name, but I think there was, like, another Vinny. 
that you went with. That might, yeah, I, I don't remember. I think I know what you're talking about, but I think I accidentally did that. <laughs> and then was on Facebook too. It used to like whenever I put a picture in, it would always tag my brother-in-law, even though I don't know why. Like if I put a picture of somebody, it would always put like have him tagged. So I had to like figure out a way to untag him for everything. It was weird. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, don't tag me. And sh I don't want to be tagged. I didn't want to be tagged in when I played tag. I don't want to be tagged on Facebook or Instagram or any of that shit. I don't want to be tagged. Don't include me. Don't at me. Don't add everyone. At, don't do any of that shit. You know what? Just go on and post what you want to post and be done with it. I don't mind on X and when they you're do gonna, it. If you're going to tag me, just send it to me personally. Yeah, like I don't mind on X when like another show will tag us. Yeah, yeah that's different. That's different, you know. But then, like, I don't want to be tagged and like, hey, you know, remember this memory from nineteen? Remember this commercial from nineteen ninety six? And it's like I haven't seen you no. in thirty years. Certain things, like maybe you took a picture or someone took a picture of us somewhere that I told someone I wasn't out somewhere, and then you tag me in it, and now it's all over the place. Everyone sees it. Now I'm fucked. Yeah, you inadvertently fucked me. Like. <laughs> That picture of you on the grassy knoll in in Dallas in 1964, and yeah, and Lee Harvey added me. Yeah, and it's like, dude, why the fuck would you do that, dude? Yeah, and then I had the CIA like at everyone, look at this guy. And they're like, fuck. Well, now we have to investigate Vinny, and you're like, no, no, I got untagged. And they're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, I, that not me. It's the other Vinny. Oh, just different Vinny. Vinny Vincent Russo. Yeah, Vince Russo. Yeah, that was his storyline. You know what I noticed recently? You know you don't hear about much anymore? Camp Lejeune. Yeah, water I, must be great again. I guess they solved all that. I mean, them in Flint, Michigan. Camp Lejeune, no, no, no Camp Lejeune. Uh, if you've ever been to Camp Lejeune. You know what it is now? It's um, There's something else that goes on now. If you've been... Uh, well, there, there was a thing in New York. If you've been sexually touched by this doctor, whatever the fuck his name was. And then there was like the roundup shit. And something about like mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. Yeah, that. And there is some other shit. Uh, the earplugs. You ever hear the earplugs for the army? No. If you had the earplugs. You're fucking like you could sue them. No. Well, I mean, yeah. I wasn't in the army, so I don't know. Ne next is going to be if you lived under, if you lived above Judah in New York City. <laughs> Keep that in. Um. Well, I mean, it's not racist. It's true. They were digging, Jewish people were digging tunnels underneath people's houses. And the guy literally had the post and then was like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. And it was actually like fucking up the structure of the house. Yeah. Because their Messiah, which makes no sense, told them to build him an underground tunnel or like hideout. You mean, you mean God? No, they don't have that. Yahweh? They have, well, God. They have a god, but it's like it's not their messiah. They don't have a messiah. The Jew god. But the Jew gods on they don't have a messiah. No, Jesus is the quote unquote the messiah. Maybe maybe was Jesus going, Hey, uh, Jewish people, um, dig dig some tunnels under the city. Do you think maybe they were like, Hey, if we dig a tunnel from New York City under the ocean, we can intercept the Hamas tunnels under Gaza and we can infiltrate them. Sneak attack. <laughs> it might take a little while. Surprise, motherfucker. Uh, you you text me and said getting deliveries is kind of fucked up. Getting deliveries is super fucked up. Why? Getting, I got pizza. So I ordered pizza today. 
So now when you call up these places, they already know your address if you've been there more than once. It's like in their database, right? So like, oh, is it going to this? Like, yeah, okay. So what's the first thing your parents teach you when you're growing up? Don't talk to strangers. And what else would they tell you not to tell strangers? Your address. Where you live. But every delivery thing that you do is telling strangers where you live. Do you know the pizza delivery guy? No, because it's always some other – it's always a different fucking teenage kid. Or the Chinese delivery guy or the Amazon guy. I mean, Amazon's like a little bit different because it's like the mail. But you're ordering food and they're telling – they're not. you're not even telling the restaurant person. The restaurant person who takes your delivery is like, hey, stranger nobody knows that's only been hired for three days. Go to this other stranger's house and bring them food and don't murder them. But then there's the other places, too. Like the pizza place I get it from, I always have to tell them my address and they have it in the database then because they look it up. But then when they go, do you want to pay on the same card as last time? It's like, oh, you yes, kept my credit card information. Yeah, they have that credit card information, security code. <laughs> they have it all. And then they talk about breaches and security. I wonder why. But you have like a person coming to your house. Or now there's like Facebook Marketplace. You've done this or no? I've done it only if I can meet in public and paying cash. Okay. So I've sold things or so I've sold things or given things away for free. Like I had like 20 bags of sand I was never using. So I was like, oh, you know, I need someone to take them. I'm not lugging them places. So I was like, I'll put them on the curb. But you're literally telling people, oh, here's my house. But I, I, like, I have like a disclaimer. So I, I told you the story with the PS5 a couple of years ago when it first came out. So, oh. my son, so my son really wanted PS5. That's all he wanted for Christmas. And I was like, man, I have to get it for him because that's all he wants. Everything else is going to be a disappointment. So I found on Marketplace. They're upcharging, obviously, it's like $1,000. It was this Indian guy. And I'm like, it was Thanksgiving morning. Uh, he's like, oh, meet me in the Target in this town. And I'm like, all right, I go, I'm just letting you know something. He's like, well, I'm like, I fucking Googled you. I know where you live. I know where you work. I go, I'm going to open the box in front of you. And if it's a load of bricks, I'm going to fucking murder you on the spot. <laughs> And he was like, uh, no, no, uh, that's fine, that's fine. So I actually met him in the Target parking lot. Like, it was a drug deal. And I was literally – I literally threatened this man's life before I showed up because I gave him $1,000 for this thing. You know, I saw – I went to my house. I wrapped this thing up in, like, a, a blanket, and I carried it in like I was a thief carrying a television out of the house because I didn't want anyone to see I had a PlayStation because I thought I was going to get robbed. Yeah. Like, but how crazy is, like, the internet and just – just deliver. You have a lot of trust in people. Hey, come to my house and I hope you give me the food. And you're not crazy. Yeah, like I hope you don't like I don't open the door, you have a pizza box, you pull out a gun, and you shoot me. I hope you don't show up at my house when I ordered a a pizza and you open the pizza box and your dick sticking out in the middle of it and you expect me to suck it. You you hope not? I mean depends. It's a gray area. It's a gray area. Yeah, depends how much. I got a mouth to feed. Exactly. Big sausage pizza. Exactly. You know, if, if the place is called, what if you order extra anchovies and they try to come have sex with you? Does do I still get extra anchovies? Does does Are they uh, free? does what's his name show up? What's his what the fuck's his name? Papa John? No, Doctor Dreamy uh, from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Patrick Robinson. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, does Patrick Dempsey show up and and you order extra anchovies and he comes over and he fucks you? Like I'm okay with that. That's a Lover Boy reference from 1988. I mean, he is sexy, but anyway. So what else? Um, have you ever have you ever had one of those saliva co like coughs where like you get like the nasal drip and then you're just sitting there you go <clears throat> like out of nowhere? Oh, where the the all right. So this happens to me more often than not, and it's usually like I'm 
at work, but I'm like kind of like leaning back in my chair, you know, like I'll be watching TV or something. And it runs down like the wrong pipe is what you're saying, right? Yeah. And have you ever got that in public though? Yes. I had that today. I was on an, I was at work and I was on an elevator and I was going to the third floor and it stopped the second floor. Yeah. And a woman got on and I didn't know her. I mean, there's a lot of people at my job I don't know. She gets on and she goes, Oh, good morning. I go, oh, Good morning to you. And then we're like two seconds. It's like second floor to third floor is like two seconds. And as soon as the door shut, I went, <clears throat> I was like trying to hold it back. You always have to justify to somebody that it went down the wrong pipe. But I couldn't even get the words out before the door opened because I was still like, <clears throat> <laughs> She's trying to help you, like hit you on the back or nothing? No. So, you know what's worse than that? I'll give you something worse than that. Have you ever had the dry tickle cough where you can't stop fucking coughing? You can drink a, three bottles of water and nothing stops it. And you're just like, it feels like you're touching the back of your throat. And it's dry. And it's just like, and you can't stop. And it's like, you're in, you're always in like a fucking meeting, a class. It's something where you, it, it's super annoying and inappropriate for you to be making noise. I'll give you one better than that. Do you remember this from school? And it happens whenever I'm in like a meeting and it's quiet. You get that loud stomach gurgle. Yes. So, <laughs> you're, you're sitting there like, you know, it happens to me in meetings now, but it used to happen to me in high school all the time where it's like the teacher's talking and it's like there's a pause in the in the speaking. You just hear. <laughs> and you have to act like you heard it too. Like Mine's always like. <laughs> distance driving away (laughs) in the winter (laughs) so different in the winter um i feel like that and have you ever fallen asleep in class i think we might have talked about it and you wake up but you spaz but you don't know if you're really spazzing or not and you're looking around seeing if everyone noticed you spazzing but no one's looking at you so last week (laughs) i had the Last week I had to do a, a CPR certification for my job, and there was six of us. <laughs> it was there was six of us in the CPR certification, and it was this guy talking, and it was at eight o'clock in the morning. It was the day of the Bills, not the uh, Bills Chiefs game. The Bills yeah, game. The pump hard, pump fast. Yeah, and we had to do it too. I actually took a picture of the uh, of the dummy. So. It was the day of the Bill Steelers game on Monday. It was eight o'clock right. in the morning, right. and so that means I have to get up at six to get ready to leave to be there by eight. So now it's like eleven o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm sitting there, and this guy's talking. He's got one of those voices that's just very right. like hello, and he's just talking like this. And then they show the video, and it's like, okay, well, if somebody's choking, you got to do. It. And so the, all the voices are just very yeah, monotone, yes. and I, it's six of us, and it's like we're in the back of the restaurant, and it's like the guys. From me to the screen away from me. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm like dozing off. But I keep waking up and I'm looking around the room like, did anybody just hear me snore? And I, I was like, what the, this guy, like, this has to end soon. And nothing you can do keeps you awake. Nothing. Like, I've pinched the inside of my thigh. I've bit my fucking lip. Shake your legs. Like you're trying to drink water, chewing gum. You're just like. And, and you don't even realize you're out. You're just like, yeah. And it, you realize you're out when you wake up. 
yeah, that could be yeah. a split second. Yeah. You think you've been out for you think you've been out for hours. Like you have a millisecond dream and you wake up and go, oh no, he's still in the same sentence. Okay. But it's always like with me, it would always be like this. I feel I don't know if I'm doing it, but I always feel like I'm doing it. Okay, we like lean forward, you feel like you're on the fall. Yeah. Like, and like a rabbit, like a rabbit sitting there and he just sees a hawk fly and shadow fly over his Yeah. And like I you know. I, we didn't have desks or anything, so I'm like I'm sitting just in a chair with my arms crossed, and my legs crossed, and I'm just like, <clears throat> I know I snore. And I'm like, one, one more thing: Have you ever been in a situation where you're standing there and you either laugh or you move and you accidentally fart? Yes. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, yes. Have you ever done that with a woman? Uh, go ahead. You tell me your story first. I'll tell you mine. I, I, this was years and years ago, and I remember it because it's, you know, I only remember the bad things that happened to me. Right. Um, I, I remember I was like, I guess I, I went back to some girl's house, or she came to my house, or whatever, and we were making out, and she's like, I forget the exact situation, but I remember, like, I went to go get up from the bed, and as soon as I stood up, I went, and I just looked at her, and she just looked at me, and I was just like, oh, I was, that was unexpected. Like, I, I'm trying to say something witty, and then, like, five minutes later, she's like, it didn't smell, but I remember like five minutes later, she was like, I guess I should probably get going. Oh, man. Damn. So there's two stories, and you know one of the the girl. Remember when we used to go to Charlie Brown's, and I was hooking up with a girl, Jen? Yeah. And they were, she lived with that blonde girl? Yeah. So I went back to that girl, Jen's house, from one night, and I go, and I bang her out, right? So I'm... Like we do it. She's like, oh, she thinks I'm gonna stay over. So all of a sudden, I'm laying there, and my stomach starts fucking hurting so bad, bro. Like I'm talking Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber bad. I was like, all right, hold on, I'll be right back. I went in the bathroom and I blew that shit up so fucking bad, like explosive diarrhea. And there's no way in hell she. It was like right next to her room. <laughs> And it was like, like you try to keep it quiet. There's no way. Like it was, nah. it was beyond repair. It went fucking ape shit. My ass went ape shit on me. It turned on me. It turned my my asshole turned heel on me and chair shotted me after a good time. Can, can you imagine the human body? Like every part of your human body works together in tandem to move you forward and to do things, but your ass and your dick work against you all the time. All the time. <laughs> for some reason, they're playing for the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking this shit blows the shit up. It stinks, bro. Like like hot garbage. So I fucking clean myself up. I must have flushed like fucking three times. Like it was that bad. That's the. Tell me, sorry to cut you off. What's more awkward, the smell and the sh- and the sound, or the flush, the flush? Yeah, the flush. Then I hear you flush that many times, like, oh man, you're blowing up. So I went back and I'm laying there, and she's like, oh hey, and I'm like, yeah. And I only lived like two blocks away from her at that time. Remember, I lived like right around the. Bo- I lived like, I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go. She's like, why? I'm like, uh, I just think I'm gonna go. I don't, I, I, I don't feel comfortable like sleeping here the first like time like we hung out like really hung out and i went back home bro she never talked to me <laughs> so i don't know if it was that or it's like the shit no it's so, probably that. but she got like really crazy too but so the barbie movie 
came out last year and it made a billion dollars. Um, I made it 20 minutes. I didn't, I haven't seen it yet. I, I have no desire to see it. Not for any reason. I'm just not interested. And then the Oscar nominations came out and Ryan Gosling was nominated, but the director and Margot Robbie was not nominated. And right. people are blaming Ryan Gosling. Sexism. Now I get the movie made a billion dollars. The director should get notification for, or, you know, recognition for that. I get that. So that's that's a little bit of a travesty that she, you know, she made a movie that made a billion dollars. It was one of the biggest movies of the year. But don't should you, make, should you should you get best director though because your your movie made money? Like if your movie sucked, but a lot of people want to see it, does that make you best director? But it, it, it's an award thing, so it's it's fucking bullshit anyway. So. But my point is not that. My point is that people are blaming Ryan Gosling for being nominated. Yes. He had nothing to do with his nomination. He was in the movie. Yes, he wasn't the the main star. And they're like, well, you know, oh. the They're like, Ryan Gosling gets nominated, and the director and the female star don't get nominated. That's the whole point of the movie. Well, maybe then you should look at the people nominating and not blame the actor who just did the movie. But... What's even crazier to me, so Scorsese went off on Ryan Gosling, said that he's betrayed like all actors by fucking being Ken and like being proud of it. <laughs> and like he's like, you need to be playing like real real roles and not this garbage, this garbage kid role. But he went off on him because he thinks he's a great actor, right? And then your girl, your girl, who gotta make it about her, Hillary Clinton came out and said, she said that she felt bad for Margot Robbie and whoever the director was because she knows what it's like to be cheated out of winning something that women deserve to win. So can we stop with this? Can we just, like, first of all, it has nothing to do with each other. No. Number one. Number two, I'm going to let somebody in on a little secret. And it's not me being sexist. It's not me being an asshole. It's me being factual. Statistically, 90% of the time... Men are better than women at everything. It's except not, not except giving birth, and mo a lot of women are smarter than men. But yeah. for the most part, men are better than women, and this is still a male-controlled world, and it's still going to go the man's way, whether or not you like it. Sorry. Yeah, and I'm not saying women can't be better. No, I'm not saying that either. But I certain think things she can, certain, she can be better. Certain things they definitely can't be better. No, like, but like actors, you know? acting, women can definitely be better actors than men. Yes, that's definitely but possible. The whole point is that it's it's a fucking award show. It's bullshit. Right. It's millionaires getting gold trophies to show them how great they are. Yeah, and you're blaming a guy who just accepted a paycheck to be in a movie, and you're you're getting mad at him. Yeah, like, that's I, so fucking stupid. It's stupid. They're fucking. That's why I hate Hollywood. Hate them all. Yeah. And you, you know, it's, I don't even know how to transition to this because this is my last one. And then you okay. have one more. Okay. So I'm not even going to try to transition. Um, <laughs> fuck it. I'm just going to go to the next one. Um, did you ever talk to somebody? And yes. You, yeah. I try not to. But and you say something like, hey, you know, the other day I, I, I went to the store and I, you know, I, I bought milk and bread. And they go, you know what you should do? Like anytime somebody tells you what they, you know what you should do? I've, I think I've had this conversation with you, and I actually got in an argument years ago with a, a woman about this because she would always tell me what I should do. Like, I'd be texting, just be like, Oh man, my head hurts. 
oh, you know what you should do? You should go to the doctor and you should go get aspirin. And you, I, I don't want any advice. I didn't ask you for advice. I was just getting, I was wanting sympathy. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that sucks. It's not even like the advice thing, though. Like, where they, you know, you're saying, oh, I have a headache. Oh, you, should, you know what you should do? You should go to the doctor. Like, not even, I'm not even just like encapsulating into that. I'm saying where it's like, you know, um, I got this job interview next week, and you know, I don't really know if I need, want the, the job, but I really need a job. And they're like, you know, what you should do, you should start your own business. Oh, oh, is it that easy? Oh, I can just start my own business. <laughs> and usually, when they say that, they're not listening to what you said. They just want to yeah. say what they want to. They just they they hear like they hear you talking. Yes. And then, but they already have formed an opinion of what they think you should be doing. And so as soon as you stop talking, they just go, you know what you should do? Like, you you, you know, oh, man, I'm, I'm really stressed out this week. It's been a really long week. You know what you should do? You should go get a massage. You know, there's a uh, – I just saw the forecast, and I heard there's supposed to be some snow on the way. You know what you should do? You should make sure you get a generator and have it fill, filled up. That's – yes, that. It's like, oh, yeah. that's – and it's always the most obvious shit. Yes, and it's always like – so – I feel you because I've had people say to me, like, I'm like, oh man, uh, I've got, I think I have a slow leak in my tire. You know what you should do? You should go to the gas station and get it patched. Oh, thank you so much. Wow, I you're breaking the ground there. Blew my mind. I had no idea what to do. <laughs> like, I, it's crazy to me when people do that shit. It's like, oh man, I went to the beach today. I got, I got fucking a lot of color. You know what you should do. You should really buy sun. Uh, you should really put on sunblock. Well, I already do like a uh, SPF fifty. You know what you should do. You should buy SPF eighty. I'm telling you, there was a girl that every time I would say something, she would say, "You know, you know what you should do. You should do this." You and I'd be like, "Don't tell me what to do." And I, I am kind of a control freak to a degree. Like I like being in control of my like destiny or my situations, but I don't feel that I need anyone to tell me what I need to do. Like, I don't need you to tell me what to do. I can figure it out. I'm an adult male. I know what I have to do. Unless I ask you, be like, what? Hey, Ryan, I'm not that familiar with a lot of things with cars, okay? And I've asked you things. I'm like, this is going on. This is I go, what do you think it is? What do you think I should do? That invites you to give me the response. Right. Yeah, and if I don't know... The answer, I'll say, you know, you should do, you should bring it to the mechanic and tell them that this is wrong with it. Because you're yeah. asking me what you should do, and I'm saying, you know what you should do, because yeah. I don't know the answer, is you should ask them, but specifically because of this. Yeah. But if you said, hey, uh, Ryan, you know, uh, my car is making this weird noise. Ah, you know what you should do, you should buy a new car. Yeah. Well, you're, you're going to say, like, oh, well, what kind of noise is it making? Is it making, like, a clanging noise, or is it making, like, a rattling, rattling noise? Like, oh, it's a rattling noise. You're like, well... It could be a bunch of things I don't know, but what you should do is you should take the mechanic and explain to them it's a rattling noise coming from here, and they'll better be able to diagnose the problem for you. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you. That's a, <laughs> and that's a whole different conversation that I'm okay with. Mm -hmm. Not like like you say, like oh man, like what you do to me all the time. Like man, fucking work sucks. You should quit. <laughs> that, that's not me saying you know what you should do you should quit that's just like, me joking like for real you're just joking yeah like and you say it to me all the time like oh work with Australia you should quit yeah. okay I'll quit yeah but you, Never do. you know what you should do is what? um 
you should, and, and we talked about this last week. So the last one we got before we get into some trivia is um, we talked about this last week about people uh, falling through the ice. And you sent yeah. me an article about uh, a woman in your town drove past people falling in the ice and didn't stop and help them or something. I don't remember fucking said luckily somebody somebody helped them she saw somebody helping them. but this brings me to my whole point and then there was another picture of people playing ice hockey on the ice which they were probably the ones that fell through the fucking ice why are we there's no reason for this ryan no there's no reason would you would you play water polo and shark infested waters i wouldn't play water polo nor would i go into shark infested waters right because you're smart would you would you okay? How about this? Would you play volleyball on a volcano? No, why not? Too hot for well, you? I wouldn't play volleyball, nor would I go near a volcano. Oh, you're no fun, anyway. That's it, that's all we had. Trivia time. time. Hey, everybody, we got Ryan here, he wants a little bit of trivia. For a movie that is very well known, the um, I believe was a 1972 Oscar-winning movie starring Marlon Brando, James Caan, Al Pacino, Tally Shire. I'm sure other people, but The Godfather. Love this movie. He Watch it recently, like he ten times. Godfather won the original. He's the master. He is the Godfather of the Godfather. He is the Capo Don. I didn't say that, but I've watched it recently enough, more times than not, that it's on. Because they show all three now on Showtime, like, every day. And I Don Leone. I get to the first one. I love the second one. The third one, I don't mind. I love the second one. The second one's the one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. I think the first two... The second one, I think, is, is probably one of the greatest movies ever made. The first one, though, it set the, sto- it set the standard. For the second one to be the best movie. Never watched the third one to be honest with you. The third Tonight. one is a, is a good movie. It's just it you're coming off the best movie ever made like 20 years later. You can't it's a hard thing to follow. Yeah, and you have a Hispanic guy playing an Italian guy. Andy Garcia, you know, he's he's still good. <laughs> no, he's, he's still good in the movie. He kind of sucks though. He kind of sucks. In that movie, he's good, except for the fact where he makes out with his cousin. But that's a different story. So can I ask you a question about Godfather 2 first, to break the ice? I'm not as familiar with 2, but yes, go ahead. It's an award question. All right. What award did Godfather 2 win? Or, or No, I'm sorry. It was nominated for that is different than any other movie. Well, I know that Godfather 2 and Godfather 1 is the are, are, are up until recently are the two, only two movies that two different actors won an Emmy or an Oscar for the same role. Yeah, I believe that they both were nominated for best actor in the same movie. Well, De Niro won best actor for for yeah, playing Vito. Yes. And so did Marlon Brando. So that's, I, I I think up until the Jokers when uh, Joaquin Phoenix won it was the only time that two different movies won for the same role by role. two different actors. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Question number one. What is Tom Hagen's heritage? He's not Sicilian. He, um, I don't know. Um, he's Irish, isn't he? He's adopted. I have four choices. Okay. German-Italian, German-Irish, Irish-Italian, or German? Irish-Italian. 
That is incorrect. He is German and Irish. I knew he wasn't Sicilian. He's the only one in the family that's not Sicilian. What are the names? No nicknames. What are the names of the three blood-related Corleone sons? Fredo, Michael, and Santino. Correct. How many times was Vito shot by the Turks' men? Five. Correct. Uh, these are our quotes. What does Michael drop whilst running to the phone box after his dad has been shot? Um, he drops his newspaper. Correct. Which ingredient does Clemenza not put in his sauce? Tomatoes. He puts the garlic. You gotta, you gotta fry the garlic. You put tomatoes. You gotta put some red wine. Onions. Correct. Connie Carleone is played by Talia Shire. Shire is a real-life sister of who? The director, uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Correct. Who said this phrase? Mr. Corleone never asks a second favor once he's refused the first. Understood? Tom Hagen. Correct. And he says it to the the guy who's going to make the movie that uh, Al Martino is going to be in. What food were Tom, Michael, Tessio, Clemenza, Rocco, and Sonny eating while waiting word of which restaurant Michael had to meet Solozo and McCluskey? Remember, they're sitting there. They're, they're talking about it. Um, antipasta? Chinese food. <laughs> what was in the package that said Luca was dead? Fish. And? His, his bulletproof vest. Correct. As Kay and Michael exit the movies, she asked Michael if he would like her better if she was which movie star? Uh, uh, so this is supposed to be 1942. Greg Garbo? Ingrid Bergman. What color in the movie always signifies death? Orange. Yes. In the famous restaurant scene, Michael couldn't speak a particular word in Italian. What is the word in English? Oh, fuck. He's got his mouth wide shut and he's talking Italian. Uh, we're going to speak in Italian now. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't remember. Guarantee. <laughs> what does McCluskey order for dinner before he's gunned down? The veal? Yes. Who was Johnny Fontaine's character based around? Frank Sinatra. Yes. I'll give you three more. All right. Leave the gun, take the cannolis. That's um, um, fat one. It's uh, it's Clemenza. Clemenza. Yes. Connie and Carlo asked Michael to be the godfather to their son. What name was the son christened? Was this was the son christened Michael? Yeah. What's his full name? I don't remember his first name, so I don't his know. Name, Michael, his first name is Michael. Michael Sonny? Michael Francis Michael. Rizzi. Uh. All right, I'll give you two more. Come on, something close. When Sonny comes to see Connie and finds that Carlo has beaten her, he goes looking for him for exact revenge. Carlo, who operates a bookie operation, is sitting on a porch stoop and discussing with clientele with one of his men. One of his clients has been winning too much money by betting on baseball, and as we hear in the discussion, he tells Carl and Carlo tells his men to stop taking his action. What team did the client bet heavily? Uh, um, I want to say the Yankees. Correct. One more. All right. Which Corleone brother is not featured on the first poster used to advertise the film? Fredo. And that's it, folks. There you have it. You did a pretty good job, buddy. Told you I'm good at the Godfather. I just watched it recently. It's been on like every day. All right. Uh, so, Vinny, before we get into our movie, tell me what you learned today. 
I've learned that AEW is shite and that they are they are the wrestling version of the Tobey Maguire, Reese Witherspoon, fucking flop Pleasantville. Yes. I've also learned that apparently Edge can just wrestle a bunch of jobbers and all of a sudden be the number one contender because of the new ranking system that they put back into place. I've learned that factions get things done. And if you're in a faction, you need to team with another faction to make a super faction. And then your super faction needs to team with another super faction to make a super duper faction. And then your super duper faction needs to mess with and mix with another super duper faction, make an uber uber faction, and then you'll rule AEW forever. And then eventually AEW just be two super duper uber fuber fuber factions. Yeah. And it'll just be called faction. It'll be AEW faction. <laughs> um Wow. Um I've also learned that if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan or a porn star, you probably shouldn't do drugs. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Uh, I mean if you're a Kansas City fan, go fuck yourself. If you're a Kansas City player, go fuck yourself. If you have friends over and they you don't hear from them for forty eight hours and their cars are still in the driveway, maybe just check your backyard. Yeah, or call the police. There might be a couple options. I've learned that Taylor Swift is single-handedly ruining the NFL, and viewer—they're doing the opposite and getting viewership to drop instead of increase because no one's going to watch this shit anymore. Travis Kelsey's the Chiefs are going to miss the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey will win the MVP. You're proposed to Taylor Swift. He's going to murder her on a honeymoon, and and that's how the story's going to end. This could be a lifetime or Netflix documentary, and that's how we're—that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's a new twist, but I, I guess I just learned that just now. Um, I've learned that, you know, having one of those involuntary, like, saliva coughs in public is not the worst thing that happened because you could also fart or have the stummy, stu- the tummy rumbles when it's really silent or fall asleep yeah. or somebody. Uh, you can find me at Vin from Face LOK on X. You can find me at Vinsky3 on Instagram, Vinny Vines on TikTok. You can find our show at No, you can't. You can find our show at Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Find our merchandise at slash store slash Ryan, where can we find you? You can find me at Obsolete Mule 256 at Instagram and X. You can find the show at Frontface Pod on X, Frontface.podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Is there anything else you'd like to say to me before we get into this move? And zip it up and zip it out. Oh, zip it up, 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 zip it up,